The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents High School Football. Third down and 11 now at the 18-yard line. Pressure coming, steps up, throws over the middle, and it is caught. Touchdown! The Bearcats, Miller to Miller again. Tonight, from Foster Field in Kearney, the undefeated Kearney High Bearcats welcome in the North Platte Bulldogs. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Johnson get a low line drive kick. He's going to come up and take it out of the air at the 18-yard line. Fumble the football. Carney is on it. Got it. At the 26-yard line, it just slid right out of his hand with no contact. The Bearcats have it at the 26-yard line. Carney looks to ride the high of last week's upset of Bellevue West into their district opener against the North Platte team that has won their last two ball games. It's the Bulldogs and the Bearcats coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter live from Foster Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a beautiful night of football here at Cope Stadium as uh, the Carney uh, High Bearcats are hosting their Hall of Fame night, and they are on a roll. A big win last week, as you heard in our open, over Bellevue West, and now they're playing a team that's really kind of picked up uh, steam a little bit, winning their last two ball games in North Platte. North Platte got their first win against a Class A opponent one week ago when they were able to handle Columbus very comfortably, 28 to nothing. And their other win was against Scotts Bluff a couple weeks ago. Scotts Bluff, of course, in Class B, but they gave Grand Island everything they wanted, losing that one 20 to 19. So, Randy Bushcutter here with uh, Rich Broderson. And, Rich, this is not your, your your father's two and two team. Not only is North Platte kind of on a roll a little bit, but they can be an offense that can be kind of hard to slow down. They sure um, pride on their running game. I mean, right, you look at this year and their stats, they're running the ball 182 times, over 1,000 yards rushing, only passing the ball, you know, 22 times so far in four games. So they're kind of a one-dimensional program. But you know what? Uh, Coach Altig and the squad, they are a tough team because they have proven that they can play with the Grand Islands, who's ranked number nine in Class A this year, and also go to Scotts Bluff, and you know, and they take on a number four team in Class B and get the victory. Yeah, and they actually handled the Bearcat, those Bearcats pretty handily. Carney, obviously a huge win last week over Bellevue West, winning that in dramatic fashion, 35 to 34. And they, they've been tested. You know, at Lincoln East, they had a one possession ball game there as well. And so th th I kind of anticipate this being a low scoring game because with that flex bone for North Platte, they want to eat up as much clock as possible. And, and Carney doesn't mind chewing up some clock as well. Absolutely. They're not afraid of the running game. You know, they could mix it up on pass and run. But Carney Hot, you, you know, they are looking at to in the rearview mirror in the last year, and with a four and six record in 2021, two and two in district, 
to come out in 2022 and do what they've done so far and play, and play some good football, um, they're running on a high right now. And we talked to Coach Cool a little bit yesterday. We happened to run into him, both you and I, and, and I know he's talked to him and said, you know, great win last week, but that's in the rearview mirror. It means nothing if you lay an egg in your first district game of the year. I, I know they put a lot of emphasis on the importance of not only getting a good start in the district part of the season, but getting a good start here tonight against North Platte. Well, absolutely. I mean, now you're playing into some squads that this is kind of close to home to you. Literally, it is. I mean, with North Platte, and then you got Grand Island coming up next week. I mean, these are some important um, to-your-heart games, and uh, and it'll be pretty important to see how these two squads go. Yeah, and it should be a great matchup, and uh, it's kind of interesting as well because Kurt Altig, Kind of a, uh, a coming home celebration for him. Not only does he is he now the new head coach at his alma mater, North Platte, but before, you know, after graduating North Platte High, he came to UNK and was a loper here for a few years. So, I mean, he knows he knows where the locker rooms are. He knows all that <laughs> stuff. And, and uh, returning to Kearney as the head coach of his alma mater has to feel pretty good. Oh, I bet it is. And it's always good to come back to Kearney and, and see the old stomping grounds, as they should say. But, you know, with – you know, he – he, you know, he was part of Todd Rice's program, so he knows the, you know, the history, the tradition, and what to expect from last year's squad, and, and you know, these kids, what they're used to, and I think it's a good transition and have Altig as the top. And uh, conversely, I don't think anybody in Class A, and I will say, I've said this several times before, and I'll say it again, I don't think anybody in Class A makes better halftime adjustments than Brandon Cool and his staff. Oh, they're tremendously on the fly. I mean, they, they can get into a situation, take it back into the locker room at halftime, just, you know, decipher it a little bit, and they come out, and they somehow stymie the opponent. Yeah, and uh, we'll have Coach Cool talk about that here in just a few minutes when we get to his portion of our two coaches' interviews, but we'll hear from uh, North Platte head coach Kurt Altig as we continue with the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll step away for a moment, come back with the two head coaches right after this. Enjoy the fresh, crisp air of fall in a new Jeep from Tom Dinsdale Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. During Jeep Adventure Days, get 0% financing for 72 months on all-new Jeep Gladiator Overlands. That includes the Rocky Ridge Edition, stock number 6160, with over 25000 in aftermarket upgrades, including the cold weather package and body color hardtop. It's always this season for adventure at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance through Chrysler Capital Offer expires September 30th. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. And welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on ESPN Tri-Cities. Friday night football going on at Foster Field as Carney High welcomes in North Platte. And Kurt Alding, the first-year head coach of the Bulldogs, joins us here to chat about his team and tonight's football game. And Coach, uh, thanks for the time. You've definitely had your share of competitive games so far this season. Yeah, we uh, I've been talking to to our guys. It's kind of like a broken record. Every week we we come out and we're going to play a big physical football team and that that gets after it. And you know the same thing will be said when we travel to Kearney this week. What would you say the difference is between the first two ball games and the last two that you were able to get into the win column? I think it was more uh, kind of our, our play up front. 
Um, we just didn't quite, weren't quite as physical as we wanted to be and didn't tackle as well as, as far as, as defensively. Uh, we've kind of shored those things up the last few weeks and uh, we're playing some, some pretty good defense. And then, you know, our offense is, you know, about ball control. And as, as much as we can get our get the ball back to our offense, uh, we like to do that. In the last two weeks, we've done a better job. How much difference was there in what you wanted to run than uh, what Coach Rice had been doing and how the boys adapted to that? You know, the thing about, especially like our offense, the flex bone, is it's, it's kind of its own unique uh, offense. And lots of the other offenses don't really mesh with it. So just coming in, you know, our boys have been running that for, you know, going on five years, and they do a pretty good job of it. Uh, and so we thought that would be the best way to be competitive. And at the same time, you know, there's only a few other schools in the state of Nebraska that, that run a similar offense. And, and, you know, it's kind of hard to prepare for, for in one week. So uh, we thought that gives us a little advantage as far as trying to, for, for teams trying to pair, prepare for us. Uh, and then it's also good to keep all our, our language and everything similar um, just to, you know, we, we have a few uh, differences here and there, but for the most part, just keep it similar to what these guys have been doing for the last four or five years. Kurt Alding of North Platte with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Kurt, of course, coaching at his alum. Folks may know him from his days at UNK or just up the road at Broken Bow. So you've definitely uh, kind of turned some dirt in our area. You've been a part of North Platte when they were really good. You know what the lean years were like. What's it like now that North Platte is in a spot where there are positive expectations every year? You know, it's 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 a great thing having a great culture. Um, you know, winning and losing are both, you know, something that, that can follow you and, and can be a mindset. So, you know, there for a while during the, the lean years, you know, North Platte came to town and, you know, lots of teams thought, well, this is just going to be another win for us. And that's, that's probably what the players thought from North Platte at that time. But, you know, in the last few years, we've changed that culture and gone from that, you know, losing attitude and losing mentality to no, to now, you know, we show up each week and we, we expect to, uh, to perform well and give our chance, gives ourselves a chance to win every single game we're in. Well, when you have the high school athlete of the year from your school, uh, it's almost impossible to replace him, but it looks like you still guys uh, want to run the football without Vince, and, and that's what you want to do most, as you said, of the time out of that flex bone. Yeah, you know, it, it's always hard hard to replace, you know, a fantastic athlete like that. Uh, but for for us, we also have some really good good kids coming back. We have Rob Lee, who's our who's our workhorse on offense. You know, he was a twelve twelve hundred yard rusher uh, for us last year, and then we we bring back Colton Tilford, who also you know is, is very dynamic on our offense and defensive side, and you know, pretty fast kid. Uh, and then we have you know some stable alignment that are back that have played and know our system and and are really really good at running what we ask them to do. Well, Tilford's pretty good, too. Not only is he a running quarterback, he'll toss it when he needs to, but he's leading your team in tackles. Talk about that side of the ball and where you're seeing uh, your defense coming into this one. You know, defensively, uh, the first few weeks, we just weren't quite where we wanted to be. Uh, but since then, you know, we've kind of shored up some things. Uh, we know that Carney is probably going to be more, a little more athletic than the last few teams that we've seen. Uh, we're just going to come out, play our, our brand of uh, physical uh, you know, rally to the football, be relentless defense, uh, and hope like the last few weeks that it it will uh, carry us 
carry us to victory in the end. Talking with North Platte football coach Kurt Aldig here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Well, a big win for Carney last week, and it's a Hall of Fame week and all the festivities that go along with this. It's definitely a spot that I know Coach Cool and any coach is going to be in uh, when, when you know what's coming ahead. You get into district play here, but what do you see from the Bearcats? This was a team that wasn't supposed to be an offensive juggernaut. Of course, I don't think Bellevue West stops many teams. So uh, do you look at last week, or what do you see of the season as a whole from the Bearcats? You know, we've we've looked at a lot of the film and just noticed, you know, like always, Carney is extremely well coached. Uh, they're going to come out and they're going to give you their best shot. Um, you know, it appears that that the big plays are are what they are, are what they've been most successful on. Uh, so our job, you know, defensively is to try and and stop the big plays and, like I said, get get their offense off the field as fast as we can and get it back to our offense. And, and grind out some clock. You know, sometimes the best the best defense to get against an offense is to keep them on the sideline. So that's what we're what we're focused on this week, um, getting our defense off the field as fast as we can. Well, and as you well know, you get number three this week, and you get number one at your place uh, next week. Uh, both district ball games. How do you kind of keep it all under wraps so that it's not too big for anybody to think outside of it being just a football game? You know, since the very beginning of, of, of May when, you know, I took over, uh, we've just talked about every single day, hey, we're, we're, we're a day-to-day, a week-to-week type of, uh, of program, and we're not going to get too wound up about stuff that occurs other times. We're just going to try and stay focused uh, from week to week, and, you know, whatever happens the next week, we'll worry about that when we get there. Uh, obviously, we've looked ahead and we've seen, you know, our schedule, and we got to we got a difficult schedule, but we feel that, you know, we can come out and, and control the ball and hopefully give ourselves an advantage with, you know, the ball control and, you know, getting, getting offenses off the field that will be competitive in, in any game. Well, Kurt, we appreciate the time here on our pregame show and uh, keep up the good work there with the Bulldogs. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me. That's Kurt Aldick, head coach at North Platte. We get ready to talk to Brandon Cool on this Hall of Fame night for Carney High after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. For professional service to keep your business running smooth, numbers call really Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your fun. financial accounts fun. become overtaxing. I think so too. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle Once take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. Fun to watch. They can do it all from a large that. company and to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress. Fun to watch. You put more shooting around that and. I, I just love watching Keegan Murray play. He was someone who popped in my statistical projections early last season before I really knew a lot about him because, you know, in his... Uh... From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show as the Carney Bearcats get ready to take on the Bulldogs of North Platte. Head coach Brandon Cool is with us. It is a big week, Hall of Fame and everything that goes on, parent-teacher conferences. There's been some distractions this week, I suppose. Is that the player's distraction or is that you guys as teachers? We always talk about you as coaches. Uh, coach Cool, what's a week been like for you? Well, it's uh, definitely a, not an ordinary week like you uh you won as a head football coach with uh, 
um, you know, a couple of days of school, and then you got uh, some uh, teacher end service stuff on Wednesday, and kids got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. Uh, we've definitely got our kids out of the routine, so it's gonna it's gonna be a hopefully not a big factor in uh, into tonight's game. But uh, I kind of like to, I'm kind of an old routine dog, and <laughs> so uh, I like to keep things uh, somewhat uh, consistent throughout the uh, week of preparation. What do you do on Fridays when they're not in school, or what do you tell your kids? Yeah, Friday morning we get them up uh, just like a regular school day. We meet in the gym at uh, eight o'clock. Um, I make sure we get a little bit of a sweat up do some walk-through stuff, offensively, defensively, special team-wise, and then we uh, kick them out in about uh, 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, I want them to be active throughout the entire morning. If they want to relax a little bit on Friday afternoon, by all means do so. Uh, they usually come in a little bit earlier into the locker room to kind of get prepared. So uh, we got to make that our advantage. Even though we're out of our routine, I told them all week long this is a little bit of a different week from a preparation standpoint, especially practicing uh, uh, early on Thursday morning. Uh, Mother Nature kind of gave us a wrinkle on Wednesday with the rain. And uh, so, again, we've had a lot of distractions all week long, but at the end of the day, you've got to be ready to go at 7 p.m. here against North Platte. Well, obviously it was a big win last week against Bellevue West, and I'm sure everybody celebrated over the weekend and got back to work. You went and you looked at the film. What does a win like this mean for your program from a confidence standpoint, from a, hey, we're able to do some things standpoint? Well, I think it's a confidence builder. Anytime you beat one of the uh, upper echelon teams in Class A, uh, that should propel you into this district competition. Uh, I thought our kids just hung around and hung around. I don't know if we played very good football in the second and third quarter, and uh, but we were we were in striking distance. And then when things just turned our direction, uh, we were able able to strike, and uh, that was encouraging to see. Uh, we're going to see adversity uh, here tonight against North Platte. Can we overcome that adversity with a short memory and get ready to rock and roll? But uh, those are big momentum boosters when you beat uh, the Bellevue West of the world. So uh, we're going to try to take advantage of that. And uh, everybody's back to 0-0 record-wise as district competition starts here tonight. Yeah, that's also big. And you've got some really good teams in this district as usual. And we'll get to that. What were the things that you're still working on in practice? Obviously, your offense was really pretty good. And uh, you, you talked about going through the punting game and how the wind affected that and some of those things. What did you address this week? Well, two things. Um, you know, number one, we were able to capitalize on Bellevue West's turnovers. Uh, they were able to give us the ball multiple times, and I think when teams do that, it gives us a little bit of an advantage of getting a little extra enthusiasm on our sideline, a little extra giddy-up in our step. So we've been able to take care of um, uh, taking advantage of turnovers that our opponents have given us throughout the entire season. So let's keep doing that. Uh, offensively, we're kind of inconsistent throughout the most of the night, uh, especially in the second and third quarter against Bellevue West. You're going to have to sustain some drives. We've got pinned in our own end zone, and we couldn't help ourselves out. And so you got to be able to move the change. You got to be able to get first downs uh, in order to help your uh, help your offense, or really try to give your defense a little bit of a breather and not give your opponents a short uh, short field. Um, and then the win affected us. Obviously, we gave them a short field in our punt game, uh, rightfully so. But we were able to stop them one time last week, and then the second time, uh, Bellevue West was able to score. So um, again, field position is going to be huge for us. We want teams to try to drive the entire field in order for them to score points. Um, we think that's a, a good advantage for us. So you got to win the field position. So those are kind of the two or three things that we've hung our hat on here the last four weeks, and those are going to have to play um, uh, huge dividends for us here tonight against North Platte. 
Carney football coach Brandon Cool with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. You mentioned after the game that the uh, game-winning touchdown was something that you guys had worked on. Was that specific for Bellevue West, or was that for anybody in a s- certain situation? No, that's just a regular routine play that uh, we've been running for six weeks, and uh, we had to uh, we kind of moved our personnel just a little bit, try to give our opponent a little bit of a different look. But uh, no, that's just one of those plays that. Uh, when we called it, like, yep, that's exactly what we're going to run right here. And sure enough, it just worked exactly how, uh, how we have it drawn up. So uh, kudos to our kids by giving good protection to Traven back there. And uh, great, uh, great routes, great routes by all of our receivers, but a great route by Xander to work right down the middle of the field. Tell me a little bit about North Platte. Uh, obviously, they had an All-State or an Athlete of the Year graduate last year that they kind of hung their hat on. Uh, what's different about North Platte this year? Well, I don't know if there's anything different about it. They're going to be physical. They're going to be tough like they are year in and year out. We go from playing Bellevue West, who's going to spread the field and throw it around a whole bunch of times, to a team that's going to run the ball almost every play and then get you sucked up, get you sucked up, and then go ahead and hit that big pass play. So you're going to have to be great on first down. you got to keep North Platte's offense in long yardage situations. Uh, defensively, they're fundamentally sound. We're going to play this look. We're going to give a little bit of some blitz in there, a little bit of some movement with the D lineman, but uh, they're going to play fundamentally sound defense and make you beat them by driving the entire field. And then special team wise, they got good foot speed. They got good foot speed on the on offense, on defense, and then all those guys are uh, got good foot speed on the special team. So um, they are um, better than what the record shows. You turn on the film. I look at uh, they got beat by Papio South, they got beat by Grand Island, and they're probably two or three plays away in both of those games on winning those games. So overall, you're, those, North Platte's four or five games away, or four or five plays away from probably being 4-0 and right now. So uh, we'll have our hands full here tonight, uh, especially with uh, us coming off a big win, and I think the start of this football game is going to be key to our success. And it's some of the outside too, Brandon, but obviously uh, the coaches that are going to be going into the Hall of Fame uh, you have worked with uh, during your time at Kearney High. I thought maybe you'd like to make a comment on the three that are going in tonight. 100%. You want to talk about legends in the uh, uh, community of Kearney. You want to talk about legends when, it talks, when you talk about the coaching world in the state of Nebraska. Um, you, you talk about three guys that represented Kearney High School in a very, very high manner. Um, it was an honor and a privilege to be around those guys for many, many years and still friends with all three of those guys. Uh, obviously, Roger Matheson is a National Hall of Fame coach. Um, you never, I've never been around a guy that deals with kids better than he has. Um, he's a tremendous leader of uh, young men. There's a specific way that he's going to do things, and uh, that's a lot of things that I have learned from uh, being a head football coach also. Steve Larson is the master of dealing with our big boys. You want to talk about a beloved coach at Kearney High School. That guy is beloved on every aspect. And it doesn't matter if you're a distance runner or a sprinter or a thrower. Um, He's one of the most beloved guys that uh, we've ever been involved with. Hard nose, great humor, and he gets the maximum amount out of his players and athletes. And then obviously Craig Lathrop, he was on my staff for many, many years before he retired. You want to talk about um, a guy that's uh, revolutionized uh, strength training at Kearney High School. He was kind of the um, founding father of all the lifting that we do around here, all the summer stuff, all the off-season stuff. And then for him to coach both track 
and have a lot of state champions and be part of our football staff. Um, he was involved with many, many aspects of our athletics here around uh, in, in Kearney High School. And so uh, you put all three of those guys together. That is what you call legends, and no doubt about it, legends of Kearney High School athletics. Well, let's uh, make some more memories tonight. Should be a great one, Coach, and appreciate the time. Uh, best of luck against North Platte. Hey, thank you for your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, head coach of the Kearney Bearcats, and we'll be back to Foster Field with the starting lineups right after this on ESPN. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. Our starting lineup tonight will begin with North Platte. They will get the football first. Carney High won the toss. They defer their choice of the second half. So North Platte will be on offense to start the football game. Their center is Drake Ferris, a 210-pound junior. At left guard will be Dominic Descent, just a sophomore at 220 pounds. The right guard is Peyton Dimmitt, 215 pounds and a senior. The tackles on the right side will be Alex Gove. He is a 230-pound junior. Harley Yenny will play the left tackle. He's a senior, 240 pounds. The fullback, Brock Robley, a senior, 195 pounds. H-back will be Hayden Brower, a senior, 170 pounds. And then your uh, slot backs and wide receivers will be Colton Tilford. He is 175 pounds and a uh, senior. Caleb Kincaid, a senior, 220 pounds. And Landon O'Brien, a junior, 170 pounds, will also start at one of those slot backs. The quarterback is Caden Johnson. Johnson will start. He is just a sophomore, and he is 170 pounds. Now for the Carney High Bearcats, we'll start with their offense as well. At center will be Trent Bisher. Bisher is 6'1", 207 pounds, and a senior. The left guard will be Aiden Poppy. Poppy comes in at uh, 6'1", 202 pounds, and a senior. The left tackle will be Cole Brandt. Brandt is 6'2", 228 pounds, and a junior. At uh, running back is Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith is... Uh, is... 6'1", 188 pounds, and a senior. At right tackle will be Chris Ballasini. Ballasini is a uh, senior, 5'10", 205 pounds. The wide back will be Ben Cumston. Cumston also will punt. He is 6'2", 173 pounds, and a senior. The Z back is Jack Dahlgren. 
He's 6'2", 170 pounds, and a senior. Xander Ruling had the big touchdown last week, 5'9", 170 pounds, and a junior. Ethan Kowalik will come in, and he'll play the I-back position. He is 5'9", 171 pounds, and a senior. The quarterback is Trevin Beckman. Beckman comes in at 6'190 pounds and a senior. That's your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Looking for your next vehicle? With the ongoing inventory shortage and unpredictable markets, look to your local family-owned dealership at Hastings Ford Lincoln for guidance and reassurance. We're the same dealership that made a bold commitment to not sell any of our new vehicles over MSRP when prices started to rise over three years ago. A commitment which we proudly continue to honor still to this day. Many things may have changed since then, but rest assured that our values and commitments have not. Join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. You've been listening to our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. The national anthem's been played. We're just about ready to have the Carney High Bearcats come out of the tunnel, and we're all set and ready to get things going here on a beautiful night for football here at Foster Field, Cope Stadium. Randy Bushcutter, Rich Broderson, and uh, Rich, just a, just a great night for football. It's hard to believe that this game starts district play and we're halfway through the high school season already. It's gone quick, hasn't it? I mean, it was just August, and now we're getting ready to bark on October. And here come the Bearcats. And the Bearcats come on the floor like, along with the Bulldogs. But 74 degrees, no wind's going to be a factor tonight. You can ask. This is going to be a beautiful Friday night under the lights. Yeah, and like we said, uh, North Platte does not throw the football. They average just a little bit over four passes the entire game, uh, and so we won't see them in the air a whole lot tonight, but what they try to do is draw you up, draw you up, and exactly as Coach Cool said, they try to draw you up on several uh, running plays in a row and then try to hit that big one on you. It'll be interesting to see how the Carney High defense takes on that running game because it's it's going to be, as Coach Altig calls it, it's Bulldog football. It's Powerball. Yeah. And, and if that defense for Carney High can withstand 
We're going to have one heck of a game. Well, Hudson Bertrand will not be available tonight for the Bearcats. The 6'5", 186-pound senior still uh, dealing with that uh, injured right knee. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near to, near you. And uh, Trevon Beckman would love to have a big 6'5 target once they get down to uh, near the goal line. But he's been able to find some speed uh, as uh, Xander Ruling had that big touchdown catch against Bellevue West a week ago. This is, can be a very explosive offense. They're hanging 35 points on Bell West. And Bell West is not the best defensive team in the world, but gives you a little bit of an idea of the explosion that, that Carney High has. And as Coach Cool would tell you, like last night, he, you know, confidence is huge. And when that uh, get a big win like that on the road, the eastern part of the state is always good for the candor. So the uh, Bulldogs, they're on the field here first, and uh, Back deep for them to receive the uh, opening kickoff here will be Colton Tilford. Tilford, very talented young man. We might see some wingback passes or slot back passes from him through the course of the night. He might play a little quarterback. They use him pretty much all over the field here. And uh, for the Bearcats, they'll uh, put the uh, ball in play here with the kicker, Jake Crackle. So Crackle will uh, got it teed up. They get their instructions, and we're all set and ready to get things underway as the sun is setting behind us here at Foster Field. Crackle has it teed up on the left hash mark, so he'll try to kick it probably toward the middle of the field, one would imagine here. And we'll see whether or not Tilford can get anything done with it. It's going to be a short kick, and it's going to be picked up by one of the upbacks at about the 22-yard line. They're going to go right up the middle and be enveloped as they get across the 30 out to the 31. Not much room to run there at all for number five, C.J. Johnson. So Johnson will set up shop here for the uh, Bulldogs at the 31-yard line. And here comes that flex bone offense. Look for the middle linebackers of Carney to stay at their home spots and make sure that they're there for protection on the backside. Wing back on the right side, lining up behind a tight end on the left side. They've got a split end over there, so a slot back on that side. A very tight formation here for North Platte. And we're kind of waiting to get everything all straightened out here. I think we've got an issue perhaps with the clock. Game clock operator, please reset the game clock to 11 minutes and 55 seconds. 11.55. Yeah, they started the clock after the, uh, the kickoff and doesn't start again until they snap the football here. And so we're all set and ready to get things underway. And they'll hand the ball right up the middle. And just a little tug through for that uh, fullback coming through. And just going up the middle, trying to get what he can here is going to be Caden Johnson. Robley, the ball carrier on that one. Bush. My apologies. No, you're all right. He just went up to the right side, right tackle, and took it up and gained about five, close to five yards on that play. You're going to see a lot of this action by the North Platte offense. Yeah, they just like to go right up the middle as much as possible, and 42 gains about five yards on the play. And they'll just go right up the middle and bust it through for another first down. They'll get it all the way out to the 45-yard line. Another gain of nine here for Robley. So he carries the ball two times for 14 yards. Hurry up offense, but great explosion off the line for the Bulldogs. Defense for Carney High can't get back on their heels. 
So again, stepping under center here is going to be Johnson. Johnson again right behind him is going to be Robley. And they'll put a man in motion for the first time, pitch it out to him. And on that uh, right side, there's just really no room to run there at all there for Tilford. And Tilford is going to gain about one yard on the play, and that's going to be it. From his left wing spot, he goes quick on the, on the backside on the reverse on the sweep is um, Tilford. And I will tell you what great play by Carney High Bearcat, Quinn Foster, come up and make that tackle. When Tilford comes in motion on this side, about half the time they'll pitch it to him. The other half they'll run that option. And so there's all sorts of opportunities to maybe have misdirection, handing it back here to Brower coming on the other way. There's a lot of misdirection in this flexbone offense. So man in motion is going to go down to the left. They'll just hand the ball right up to the fullback and busting right through the middle and getting out to about the 45-yard line. Here is going to be Robley, and he's going to be awfully close to that first down marker. In fact, he's going to get it. We'll give him a gain of nine. And so he's been very successful handing it off to that fullback. A gain of five, a gain of nine, and a gain of nine. And Robley just going behind his blockers. They're doing a great job pushing off the ball. So it'll be first and ten, first first down of the game here for the Bulldogs as they're in Kearney High territory here. First and ten from the 46. This is the opening drive. And they're checking out their wristbands and Finally, there's the instruction of what they want to do. They put a man in motion. That's going to be Brower, but they'll go right up the middle with the fullback. He'll bounce off tackle. And again, Robley just right up the middle, gain of another eight yards. Really, why would you do anything different right now? Because they're finding a little seam here. And unless uh, the Bearcats can find some way to maybe have a, a, some run stunts, I think you're going to see a steady diet of handing the ball here to Brock Robley. I think you're going to see a, hap a healthy appetite of four to five yards. They'll take that all night long. Gain of seven on that play is going to set up here second and three. Ball just outside the 40-yard line. And they'll hand off to Robley. He'll go off right tackle on the right wing. And he's going to be uh, pulled down there by Justin Murray. But a little bit of an arm tackle with that. And he'll drag the pile forward. And that's going to be enough for a first down. You can run the ball when you have a pretty good offensive line. And the Bulldogs are doing it right now. That's uh, Yenny on the left tackle along with the left guard, um, Dominic Descent. Pushing off and getting the hole and getting a few yards. Gain of about five on the play is uh, going to set up now first and ten. And that's going to be the uh, third first down of this drive here for North Platte. Good opening drive here for the Bulldogs as they battle the Bearcats. Man in motion, but they'll just hand it off to Robley. Robley will bring it across the 30-yard line. And he'll, uh, so he'll gain about three, close to five. We'll see exactly where they unstack it. But again, that's a pretty successful run on first down. You know, we knew it, Bush, coming in, rushing 182 plays so far this year, 1,112 yards rushing for the Bulldogs. And Robley with 455 of those coming in, but he's adding on to those numbers pretty good here. The five-yard gain was his smallest, his shortest gain of the game so far. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Bauer. Bauer now will walk back to that right side as he'll line up in the slot. Actually, that would make him a wingback over here because they do have a tight end on that side. And under center, they'll put a man in motion, hand off to Robley right up the middle, and that time into the waiting arms, a big number 55, Aiden Poppy. And Poppy at 6'2", 6'1", wraps those big arms around him and holds him to only a two-yard gain. This is a moment gut check time for the Bearcats to stop this running attack by the Bulldogs. At the 26, you've got to think this is probably four-down territory. 
But calling out the instructions here is going to be Johnson. Johnson now steps in under center. Man in motion to the left, handoff right up the middle. No, the quarterback's going to keep it. He's got a little seam. He'll bring it across the 20-yard line, down to about the 18. That's going to be a gain of eight. Johnson with his first carry of the night. That'll be another North Platte first down. I mean, you, all this whole series, you're giving it a 42. You're feeding him the football. Perfect time to take the opportunity to just do the quarterback keep. Clock moving here. They've already taken off over five minutes on this drive. There's 6.47, 6.46 to go here in the first quarter. And again, Robley goes right up the middle. He'll go off that uh, right guard side. And coming up at the bottom of the pile here is going to be Sawyer Schwulke. And uh, that'll be a gain of about three. Keeps him on schedule for North Platte, but that's one of their shorter gains of the game so far. That's the eighth time Robley has carried the ball on this drive. Schilke plugged that hole really well to make that tackle and only give a few yards for North Platte on that play. So by the time they snap the ball here, we're going to be about midway through the first quarter, and this is the opening drive. As we mentioned, one thing North Platte wants to do is limit the number of possessions the opponent has, and so far so good, as they're going to run the option. They'll pitch the ball out here for Tilford. Tilford tries to get the edge, and he'll eventually be pulled down. That'll be a rare stoppage as we go out of bounds, and uh, that's going to be a pretty positive gain. Can't really tell on that far side exactly how far they go, but it is enough for the first down. That'll be a gain of nine on the play for Tilford. Ball going to be spun at the seven-yard line. Seven and goal here for the Bulldogs. They, hey, their bread and butter's working, Bush. I would say they keep on going with the handoff. Another first down, and they didn't. They've really run the option only about one time. Johnson under center here. Man in motion to the left, so they'll run to the left. And Robley that time, he'll be uh, stood up and pulled down, but not until he gets down to about the four-yard line. So that's going to set up second and goal from the four. Justin Murray with a good tackle there at the line of scrimmage. 28th tackle on the season. He's had a sack so far this year. But right now, that offensive line for the Bulldogs are pushing the Bearcats backwards. The Bearcat defense need to hunker in. So they'll look at their wristbands. Will Johnson and the crew and help get a man in motion. And the ball's on the ground. It looks like the Bearcats got it based on the body language. And, yeah, they do. They just dropped the football, and coming up with the uh, ball at the bottom of that pile is number three, Quinn Foster. Foster, Johnny on the spot, able to fall on the ball, and that turnover here for North Platte will be their first of the game and could not have come at a better time here for the Cats. No clean transition between Peyton Dimmitt and the quarterback, Caden Jonathan. Ball just slipped right through the fingers onto the ground, and this is a, one of those turnovers that... Coach Cole said it's going to be one of those type of games. The team that does the less turnovers will be more victorious tonight. Well, the Bearcats have been the uh, recipient of twice as many turnovers as they've had. That's now the 12th turnover by their opponents compared to only six here for the Bearcats. So they'll go out of that pistol formation. And they'll just flip the ball out to this left side and room down the sideline and being knocked out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. A nice little bit of speed there early on here for big number 31, Ethan Kowalik. Kowalik with a nice cut back there to get more yards up the field. Just a quick pitch play to the left side and up. And defense, they got to be... Be alert, be on the outside to take, make sure they take the pitch man as well as the quarterback. Well, that's a gain of 15, and that gets uh, the Bearcats out of the shadow of their goal line here. That's just their first play from scrimmage, and it happened with uh, under six minutes to go here in the first quarter. 
They'll go out of that pistol formation. Beckman calls it out, and he'll throw the ball on this right side, a little slip screen, and a little bit of running room over there after the slip screen there for Xander Ruling. And Ruling's going to gain five or six. We'll see exactly how far they go after they unstack it. But nope. that's just a quick, nice little hitter there, trying to get him out in space, and that's going to be a gain of eight. Yeah, no hesitation. He got the ball out there into the flat, and, and Xander Ruling just knew how to come off the back of the block and get a couple more yards up the field. And, again, you get that speed in space. All you got to do oh, is yeah. slip off one of those tackles, and we're lining up for an extra point. So Carney already has one big first down on this drive to get away from the, their own goal line. They picked up the fumble at the three-yard line. They've got it now second and two from the 26. They're going to run the option, and Beckman's going to get stood up. He's going to lose yards on this play, and this is going to be a key third-down conversion here for Carney High. Again, back in the backfield for the Bulldogs, number 65, Dominic Descent. Kind of broke that up. He couldn't make the pitch to his running back. Was the quarterback, Trevin Beckman, and he, he had nowhere to go. And now it's a big third down for the Bearcats, third and five. Back in their territory. Yeah, and, uh, and again, the, the, the key thing here is to get a little bit of rest. Now, a lot of these guys play both offense and defense, but you take a lot more beating playing defense. And so looking to throw the ball here is going to be Beckman. Beckman gets it on that right side, and the tackle is going to be made immediately. I have that being short of the sticks. It is going to be caught. I think that's uh, coming up with it there is going to be Ben Knoll, I believe. Carter Lee. Carter Lee, yeah, number eight. Yep. Needs to turn down his jersey a little bit. But Jackson Krill, the senior for North Platte, right there, man on man, and made the tackle. He's the one that made the stop to get him in a fourth down opportunity here. Around that eight's kind of bunched up there and kind of looked like a two. <laughs> As it is, number 80, he's got his jersey stretched out. Cumston will be in punt formation. He's standing at about the 10-yard line. Low snap, they bounce it to him, and he's going to kick it. It's going to be wobbling as it hits on the other side of the 50, and the Bearcats will surround it as it goes out of bounds at about the 45-yard yard line. So, so 3.09 to go here. Second possession of the game now for North Platte. They marched all the way down the three-yard line, and just a, a bad quarterback center exchange led to a turnover. I don't see them changing anything in the offensive game plan Do the Bulldogs. You keep on doing what's working, and they're moving the football on Kearney. So it'll be first and 10 from the 45, so they got to go from the 45 to the 45. As they stand on the loper head at midfield here at Foster Field. And they'll just hand the ball right up the middle. They'll contact in the backfield, but Robley breaks through that first would-be tackler, finds a little seam, and he's going to gain about nine on first down. Boy, good job to Nolan Smith on the backside for the Bearcats. I'm not, like you told me, every play is a touchdown-saving play on a tackle. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you right now, he broke three tackles to get to where they are with a second and one. Well, there just isn't that many players left after you break three tackles. You only get a play with 11, and some of them are going to be covering somebody else. Under center here is going to be Johnson. And again, they'll hand out to Robley. Robley right up the middle has enough for another first down as he'll be stopped at about the 41-yard line. And that's more than enough. And right now, that North Platte rushing game is just punishing Carney High. I mean, big holes. Carney High's defensive line, they need to just plug those holes and stop giving those big runs up the middle. 2.18 to go here, quarter number one. This clock has stopped only about two times, once for a punt and in the exchange, and 
We actually had somebody go out of bounds. Otherwise, we've been eating a lot of clock here. And most of that's been chewed up here by North Platte. In those white jerseys, white pants, but the blue helmets, they'll be under center. Man in motion goes to the left. They'll hand off to Rob Lee, who runs through one tackle, spins off the next guy, and he'll take it down to the 35. So that's going to be a gain of six. And Carney's got to realize you've got to hit that young man at the waist or lower. Yeah, Rob Lee is just a big, strong kid that's running the football hard. And right now he's winning the one-on-one -on -one battles. So we got a minute 38 to go here first quarter. As again, the vast amount of time here in this quarter has been consumed by North Platte. This is their second drive. Their first drive ended at the one at the three yard line when they fumbled the exchange. Jonesson under center, man in motion will go to the right and they'll pitch it out to him and trying to get the edge over there and cutting back in is gonna be Tilford. Tilford runs through one would be tackler and has enough for the first down and so take it out to the 22. That'll be a gain of 13. Tilford using his speed evades a tackle and goes up the right sideline before the other Bearcats came over to knock him out. But that's too many yards. Bearcat defense need to hunker down here. So that does stop the clock for a rare stoppage with a minute 13 to go here in quarter number one. Jonesson under center again. Man in motion. That'll be Topher. They'll hand off to Robley, and there's a big hole right up the middle. And he'll turn it up and head north here, and he'll be down inside the 15-yard line. That'll be a gain of uh, nine. As right now, they are just carving up this Bearcat defense. It's just big holes right up the middle, getting those chunks of four yards, six yards, eight yards. That's what the Bulldogs are doing right now. Seven first downs for North Platte, only one for Kearney High. So 41 seconds, 40 seconds, clocking it down. A little bit of motion. They'll give off to Robley. He'll run off tackle, run through one would-be tackler, and he'll take that pile all the way down to the five-yard line. So that'll be another gain of 10, another first down, and they are going to eat up pretty much the entire first quarter here. And this type of football, this running power game, it's pretty penalty-free. I mean, you, it's quick hitting. It's get, they get to the line quick with the running back, Robley, and he's getting through there. The Bearcats... Try and need, need to get something here to block those holes. They're taking a lot of body blows right now, but last time North Platte was down here, they had the problem with the exchange, and right now uh, they hit. Bearcats have not been able to stop them. North Platte's stopped themselves, and they are going to talk about it here at the end of the first quarter as uh, they have uh, been driving right down, and that will end quarter number one with uh, no score but the North Platte Bulldogs looking pretty good so far. Oh, they are. I mean, we knew the game plan coming into this game was let's play Bulldog football. That's what Coach Altig said. Hey, we're going to run the ball, and it's proven. I mean, and you go to their rushing um, stats so far. Coming into the game, 182 rush, rushing attempts, 1,112 rushing yards. Well, this first quarter of play was a ton of rushing right up the middle, and that's their game plan. And with a couple surprises on some sweeps on the outside and using Tilden for his speed. But they, 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 the defense, you know, they're, they're being beat at the defensive line. I mean, big holes, opportunity for Robley to get through and drive all the way down. You know, it's taken two or three tacklers to make their plays, Randy. And, and you need to put a body on him and then all of a sudden then plug it with a linebacker. You don't want this whole night where you've got a running back for North Platte 
and it's being t- taken down by your secondary. Yeah, and, and again, you've, you've got to have that first initial contact hit him at the waist or lower. Well, here we are ready to start the second quarter, and it'll be first and goal from the five-yard line here for North Platte. Robley again will be behind his quarterback. Man in motion coming to the left. They'll hand out to Robley. He dropped the football, and Carney High is going to bounce on it again. And again, a handoff problem and falling on the football here is going to be Nolan Smith for the Bearcats. So twice North Platte has marched down the field. Twice they have put it on the turf, and the Bearcats have been able to swarm the football. And that is some momentum here for Carney High, who really has been pushed around right now. But on the scoreboard, they're playing even here with North Platte. You know, it was a reverse quick pitch fake, and then it was trying to get back to Robley on the on the on the far side, but Robley was too far past yeah. the handoff. So they couldn't quite make that reach. Somebody was a little bit too far off, and they're going to hand the ball off, and in the backfield trying to avoid a couple of tacklers here is going to be Eli Randolph, and Randolph is maybe, maybe going to make it back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be second and ten. Well, right now, you know, other than two turnovers that have gone in Carney's favor, uh, it basically a, a bulldog night so far. Now the Bearcats... They were doing well, you know, quick shots out into the flats and tr- trying to get some quick yardage up. Might see something that, like that right here. The ball at the eight-yard line, a slight loss on the play. And Beckman, he's going to throw the ball in underneath. It's going to be complete. And out to the 15-yard line on that quick little hitter is going to be Xander Ruling. Quick route. And by Ruling, I mean, just a quick slant, three yards up and in, and the ball was placed perfectly by quarterback Traven Beckman. Well, you want it to be where he can make extra yards on the reception. And so a nice little catch. That actually was uh, Carter Lee that made the catch. And we're going to have our first flag of the night. They throw the flag down on the lineup. And they're going to march North Platte back. I think they lined up in the neutral zone here after they moved the football. I think the official forgot to turn his mic on. I guess so. But with that penalty, it'll be the second first down here for Carney High. And we'll take him however we can get him. Kind of antsy at the line of scrimmage. Rule number one, watch football. And that's what... Rule number two, watch the football. <laughs> Rule number three, watch the football. <laughs> when you're on defense. First and ten from the 20. And they're going to run the option out here. Quarterback's going to keep it. And tucking it up is going to be Beckman. Beckman with a little spurt of speed brings it all the way out to the 30-yard line. That'll be a nice little 10-yard gain here for Trevin Beckman. Good job by Beckman to cut it back up the middle because the linebacker for North Platte, Xavier Albertson, he just ran past the play. He took on the line. <laughs> the play happened behind him. If he would have stayed in his position, he would have made the tackle, but great job, heads-up play by Traven Beckman to get the cutback. So the ball at the 30-yard uh, line here as Carney High with 9.55 to go as the first down, and they're going to run that option. They'll hand the ball off to Randolph. Randolph makes one-man miss in the backfield, scoots up after he gets uh, past the end, and he'll take it out to the 35-yard line. Good speed there by Randolph. Otherwise, that might be a five-yard loss instead of a five-yard gain. And I think it was a good decision that he kept it and went straight up the field instead of taking it to the outside because I think 
there he had some, uh, North Platte had some help defense on that side. That He would not have got that yardage if he did not cut it up front. Yeah, that uh, kind of took away a couple of angles from under some of those defensive backs. As it is, it'll be second and five here from the 35. 9.15 to go here, second quarter in a rapidly moving football game. And they're going to pitch the ball off on this right side. Randolph, he'll try to get the edge. He's going to get shoved out of bounds after a gain maybe of one on the play. That time, North Platte did a nice job of extending that all the way down to the sideline. Good support on the defense for North Platte to get out there to make that tackle was number 32, Ryan Fox. But those are the type of plays you're going to have to break it up, trying to run it up the middle and then get those quicks on the outside. Are you seeing some mirror offense here, don't you, a little bit? A little bit. I think you, you sometimes take a little bit of the flavor of your opponent. And, and Carney always wants to establish the running game. So third and four here from the 36. They'll put a man in motion. That'll be Cumston, and so he'll line up in the slot on the right side, throw it to him at the 40-yard line. He puts his head down and gets out to the 39, and that's going to be enough for a first down. Nice little pitch and catch here to a big target and a gain of five. Ben Cumston, seventh catch on the year, and good concentration. The ball was a little high. He got it, caught it and brought it down into the body right when he got hit and was able to hold on and get the first down. So it'll be first and 10, and that'll be the uh, third first down of this drive for Carney High, their fourth overall. This is only their second possession, and we're at the 8.03 mark here of quarter number two. And looking to throw the football here is going to be Beckman. Beckman, he's going to air it out deep, and he's got on that right side. It's going to be incomplete. He was looking for Carter Lee down that sideline, who was well covered. So you throw that ball in an area where you know it's not going to be intercepted, especially on first down, and it does fall incomplete. Little man-to-man coverage on the outside with some help from the safety. You know, Beckham threw a pretty nice ball, just a little, just a little too far on the inside. But again, you don't want to risk. I mean, the only, only person that had a chance of pulling that down was uh, the Bearcats, so it will be second and 10. It will stop the clock here with 7.50 to go. Beckman looking to throw. They're looking to set up the screen, and they'll make the completion over here for Eli. Eli gets down the sideline, and he'll go all the way. He goes in untouched. He breaks the tackle at the 30. He will go the distance. That'll be 59 yards, but right at the point of attack, there is a yellow flag. I think we're going to have the hands to the back, pushing the back. It's going to be a hold. And the batteries must be dead in the official's mic. In any event, that will negate what would have been a 59-yard touchdown. And that will back up uh, the Bearcats 10 yards from the spot of the infraction, which is a few yards upfield. So this will set up second, and we'll break out some math here. That looks like second and about 15, and yes, it is. So with 7.38 to go, we take the touchdown off the board for Carney High. And again, they may not have been able to make that big run if there wasn't that hold. Good play call, though. I mean, it was. It, they set it up well, except for somebody not having quite the right angle. So Beckman now on second and 15 will throw a quick little hitter on this right side. Is caught by Carter Lee, and he's going to be pelted immediately after making the catch by uh, Jackson Creel. Nope. They're going to say no catch from the back judge. Oh, and uh, Carter Lee puts his uh, hands on his helmet. He finds that uh, ruling incredulous. Yeah, he's not too happy about that. So that will stop the clock here with 7.28 to go here for 
halftime in a very rapidly moving first half. It was a great catch by Carter Lee. I mean, it was, but it must have, when he came down to the ground, he must have, the ball must have came, just didn't have the control yeah. of the football. If it moves any once it's on the ground like that, you're not going to get credit for it. So third and 15, the big conversion here for the Cats. And looking to throw the ball is Beckman. Beckman will throw the ball over the middle. Coming back for it is Rule, and he'll make the catch at the 40-yard line. A sliding catch is uh, going to make it uh, a nice little gain here of 19 yards, and that'll move the sticks here for Carney High. You said it earlier, Randy, Traven Beckman, he throws a good ball, but he has to put the ball in a place where it's not going to be touched by the defense, and he did that. He threw a little behind um, Xander Rulling, the 5'9", 170-pound receiver for the Bearcats. He came back, made a great play on the catch. Yeah, he made a nice little adjustment. Again, he was the only one that was really looking at the ball, so he kind of threw him in an open area. And fortunately for Carney Hine, that's going to be another first down on this drive. That's a big third down conversion. Sets him in shot in uh, pretty good shape here, first and 10 from the 40. Rolling out is Beckman. Beckman looking deep. He's got ruling out there, and it is just over his head at the goal line. When it hit the goal line, Xander Ruling was about at the three-yard line, but moving quick. So that wasn't over his hands by very much at all, but it will fall incomplete. You know, Xander trying to do a, you know, a, a hook and, and an up pattern in there, and I got his feet tangled with the defender a little bit, kind of slowed him up on the release. Yeah, that's about that one stride, and that's about all he needed. And that will stop the clock here. You know, Coach Cool has done that time after time. Whenever you kind of feel that Carney High has got a little bit of momentum, sometimes mm -hmm. they'll do it the very first play after recovering a fumble or something like that. They like to take a big shot when they're feeling a little bit of momentum. As it is now, it'll be second and 10 from the 40-yard line. And they'll put Cumston in the slot on the left side. They're looking to set up that screen again, and there's contact, but it's behind the line of scrimmage, so that will not be pass interference. They were trying to throw the ball uh, to the running back there. I think that was Kowalik. Yeah, Kowalik couldn't get to the ball because he was hit, but behind the line of scrimmage, that is a legal play. Yeah, good play by Xavier Albertson, the junior linebacker for North Platte. He came busting through and made the hit. Well, if he gets screened off by the lineman, then that was going to be pretty successful, but that was a big if. With 6.39 to go here before halftime, So they're going to split out a wide out, clear on that left side. That'll be Dahlgren. Ball at midfield. Look in that direction here is going to be Beckman. Beckman lobs it out there into coverage. A diving catch, and it's good. Sliding out there is going to be Ben Cumston, and that was full extension for the catch. Holy moly, did he make a move. The ball was thrown closer to the sideline so he can get the only place where Trevin Beckman could put the ball, and he, Cumston had a move and torque his body over to make the catch right off, right above the turf. That was full extension down that sideline, and he will make the catch at the 22-yard line. That will now be the sixth first down for the Bearcats, their fifth on this drive. They took over inside the five. Quarterback's going to keep it on the option. Beckman has a little room to run, and he's going to be pulled down at about the 13-yard line. That's going to be a nice gain of about nine on the play and set up second and very manageable here for the Cats. Boy, Kincaid with a good one-on-one -on -one tackle there. I'm telling you, Randy, you know, in this game, the Bulldogs had two opportunities to get it into the end zone, two turnovers, and look who's trying to capitalize on the turnover. Yeah, this is, as we said, the second time that 
They're trying to cash in on that turnover. A second time they fumbled it inside the five-yard line in North Platte. And now the Bearcats, they're reading up the clock. They're, 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 they're exerting their will here against North Platte. So the momentum has certainly swung over to the Cats. Beckman is going to pitch the ball on this right side for Kowalik. And Kowalik is going to be knocked down at about the 15-yard line. He's going to lose maybe about one yard on the play and set up third and about three. Well, a guy hit in the old shin there. He's going to limp off and get a play a rest here. But, boy, the quickness by number one, Colton Tilford, the senior for North Platte, to get up there and, and make that tackle. Yeah, he's all over the field. Offensive, defensively, he'll run back kicks as well. He's one of the best athletes here for North Platte. As it is, clock still moving here. 4.45 to go here before halftime. Beckman takes the snap, has time to throw, throws it on that left side. There's some contact. It is incomplete, and there are flags all over the field. This is going to be pass interference on North Platte, and they will go half the distance to the goal line. That's going to set up a first down here, first and goal for Carney High. Well, that's big, uh, big call here. You know, I... It was pass interference in the end zone there, and I. you had two defenders on the receiver, and when they tried to, to try to make the interception, they did go for the interception, and they just got too much of the body by doing it. So a first down by penalty here for Carney High. And they've got a few of them by running it. they got a few of them by passing it, and now they benefit with the pass interference call with uh, first and goal now at the eight-yard line. With 4.36 to go here before halftime. No hurry here. Make sure you have the right play and you get four downs. They're going to empty the backfield. So Beckman will be the only back. Now they got a running back to the right side and they're going to pitch it out there for Randolph. Randolph cuts back to the inside. He'll be down at about the five yard line. Just a quick little hitter over there. And Randolph's going to gain about three. He'll be second and goal now from the five. Molina on that carry. Oh, Abel Molina snuck in there. Yeah, he me. snuck in on you, Randy. I know, he was quick. He got on the right side, and, you know, you, he had, they had the, the empty backfield there, Randy, and Molina came in there quick, and they did the old from quick the handoff. Yeah, yep. came in from the slot. And uh, Molina now will be on the slot on the right side, as Beckman will call it out. Three wideouts to the left. They're running that direction. Quarterback's going to keep it. He slips off a one tackle. Beckman will back in toward the goal line. He'll be down to the one. That'll be a nice gain of four. And three of those were after contact on Trevin Beckman. But he has a nice gain of four. And it's going to set up now third and goal from the one. He kept a chugging all the way through there, did Beckman. I mean, he danced around a couple defenders, took a couple of hits. And then once again, who makes the tackle? It's Tilford. Shoki checks into the ball game, 6'3", 202 pounds. So this is kind of a, a beef package, if you will, here for the Cats. And why not? They've got third and goal here from the one-yard line. 3.19 to go here before halftime. Under center is going to be Beckman. Beckman hands it up the middle, and that's going to be a penalty. I think we got movement here on Carney High. Never a good time to have a penalty, but uh, certainly not on third and goal from Start. the one. Number 48, offense. Five-yard penalty remains third down. So Shoki trying to get a running start here. In Canada, you can get away with that. But. 
But not here. But not here. So third and goal now from the six. So both of these two teams have stubbed their toes a little bit once they get down to the goal line. Carney here, Carney High with the penalty here. North Platte has fumbled the ball twice inside the five-yard line. They're both of their drives ended with a, a, a turnover inside the five. We'll see what Beckman can get done here. He's got Molina to his left, and they're going to throw the ball with a quick little oh. slant. It's caught in the end zone. Touchdown. Nice little slant to the inside here for Carter Lee. A six-yard pitch and catch, and the Bearcats are on the board. All was get all the attention to the right side. Single man-to-man -man coverage on the left side with Carter Lee and Trevor Christman for North Platte. And Lee made a great cut on the inside to make for touchdown. And the beauty of that play was just in its, uh, in its setup as they lined up in such a way. And it just sets them up for success because as they cut into the inside there, they were all set and ready to go. Uh, great play call. I mean, it's one of those deals where you get all base concentration on one side and, and let's just go man on man on the left side, and that's what they did, and the Bearcats capitalized it with a touchdown. But, hey, nothing to hang your hats on with North Platte. Yeah, that's a, a great uh, methodical drive by Carney High to get the ball down. They capitalized on a turnover. North Platte, they just need to finish, but the Bearcats light the board first, 7-0, to go. We only played, what is it, 7.38, and we have two minutes and 40 seconds to go here until halftime. Yeah, we're going to have like a 40, 45-minute long half here. And, again, it's pretty impressive how both these two teams have been able to drive. And a five-point spake touchdown here for Carney High with a great little pitch and catch to Carter Lee for his six-yard touchdown. And tonight at halftime, Carney High will have a little Hall of Fame ceremony for three outstanding track coaches for the Bearcats. And they may include Craig Lathrop, Steve Larson, and the head coach, Roger Matheson. Kind of makes sense he makes the uh, Carney High Hall of Fame, considering he's in the National Track Hall of Fame. I mean, <laughs> well, you'd think. Right? I, I think those qualifications <laughs> will stand up. So here's the kickoff here for Carney High. They kicked it short last time, and this one's going to be picked up at about the 10-yard line. And uh, trying to find somewhere to go here is going to be Tilford. And Tilford will bring it across the 30 out to about the 32. And it's going to be a little chippy out there right now, too. Yep. C.J. Johnson on the return. And I will tell you one thing, Randy. That's what the Bulldogs needed. They needed to get some a good return here and get some good field uh, um, location. And that's what they did with the four, first down and 10 here. Well, they're, they're an eat-up-the-clock on offense, and they don't have eat-up-the-clock kind of time. They've got 2.39 to go here, but they do have three timeouts. So they'll run that flex bone, and they'll run the ball just pretty much right up the middle. And that time, oh. Carney High, with that momentum with the touchdown, they're kind of feeling their oats a little bit. And uh, they were able to stop it for uh, a very short, if, if any, gain at all. Yeah, Sawyer Schilke for the Bearcats just went to the left side of the Play formation and met the running back right there at the line of scrimmage. So 7 0 Carney High. And North Platte, quick little hitter on this left side, and they're going to stand up the running back with uh, before he gets out of bounds, carrying the football. And again, showing off that little bit of that speed is Colton Tilford. But Tilford, with that speed, was all east and west. They only gained about two yards on the play. Yeah, our first pass play of the, time, of the game for the Bulldogs. 
Here's a big third down and eight for North Platte. Bearcats also a big third down to hold them here. They're eating up a little bit of clock here, a minute 40 to go. And again, you, you kind of think North Platte's thinking, all right, we're going to hit the locker room down 7-0. Carney's got some timeouts, too, if they want to use them. Johnson in under center, man in motion on that right side, and they're going to get the ball out to Tilford. He'll try to get that other edge, and he's going to be brought down inbounds again. And again, I think that time he may have actually lost a yard, and I think the Cats are going to call a timeout. Oh, I mean, they tried to use the speed on the outside with Tilden, but great defense there by Justin Murray and Jack Dahlgren. They matched him step by step, and the good play by the defense to hold the Bear, I mean, the Bulldogs to fourth down and eight. So this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. Minute 19 to go here before halftime. Cats on top 7-0 back after this. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000 square foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more. You can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308 234 44-64. Well, Carney's going to burn a timeout, and I think wisely used here with a minute 19 to go. Unlike North Platte, they don't mind throwing the ball downfield, and they had plenty of success doing that last week against Bellevue West, including uh, the big game winner late in the game. Absolutely. And here's Colton Tilford, the senior. He'll be putting it for the Bulldogs. He'll be standing on his own 24-yard line. And uh, back deep to... Uh, Return it there, I think, is Carter Lee. No, that's Xander. Xander is going to let it go out of bounds. It's kicked out of bounds about 10 yards. That is not going to be a quality punt. Now we'll see where they line this one up. They're moving out near midfield. In fact, they're across the 50, and that is going to be a 10-yard punt. Wow. I know you want to kick it away from the return man, but not like that. That is great field position for the Bearcats. It'll be first and 10, already in enemy territory for Kearney High with a little bit of momentum. They'll have it first and 10 from the 45. Now you can, still with two timeouts left, you can have a little bit of your running game here. You can throw it in the middle of the field. you got a lot of options if you're Kearney High. you just got to be in a hurry. And every team's got this two-minute offense. They're going to empty the backfield. So Beckman will have two wideouts spread out wide to the right, also have a tight end on that side, and coming across in motion. Coming on the field late here is going to be Domko. And he'll be in the slot on the right side. Beckman rolling out, looking to throw. And he'll throw the ball in underneath. It's going to be caught and out of bounds. Immediately after making the catch there is going to be Jack Dahlgren. Dahlgren trying to find his hole in the defense, and he did. And he's right on the sideline. And a good pass by Beckham put it right on the sideline where Dahlgren had to put his tippy toes down to make sure he had the catch in, in play. That'll be first and 10 here for the Cats from the 32-yard line. So they're already in pretty good shape here with plenty of time. Carney still has two timeouts left if they need to use them. So right now, uh, time is not a huge factor. I don't think you can just be, you know, run heavy here. But Carney High can run the ball a little bit if they want to. Well, I can tell you right now, you don't want Beckham to be in the backfield for Carney with plenty of time to throw the football. I think that's Randolph now to his 
right? They fake the handoff to him, and now they're going to throw it to him as it's caught, and he'll cut back to the inside on that screen, and he'll break a tackle, and he'll bring it inside the 25-yard line down to about the 22. That's awfully close to a first down. Is it a first down or not? Because that matters whether or not we stop the clock. It'll be a gain of nine. Coach Cole saying he's winding it up. He said, let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't want to hold the timeout right now. Let's get a couple more plays, or one more play at least, before we have to hit timeouts. They're moving quick here. They break the huddle now. 35 seconds left. They're all set up and ready to go. They get the snap. Looking to throw here is going to be Beckman. Beckman throws it in the end zone, and it's caught! Touchdown! Backing in the end zone is Xander Ruling coming back for the ball, and he'll catch the ball for a 23-yard touchdown. That is speed and separation by Ruling. He was going side-by-side side with the defender, and the, on the throw, just exploded the last two steps to make the catch. So North Platte drove the ball down their first two drives inside the five. They turn it over. Carney, after that, they've had two straight trips down in the red zone, and they get the touchdown. The kick is up, and it is good. So just like that, the Bearcats have put another touchdown on the board. They lead it 14 to nothing with 28 seconds to go before halftime. After the five points bank touchdown, Bearcats will kick it off when we return right after No this. one knows farming and ranching better than Farm Bureau. Our companies were founded more than 80 years ago to serve farmers and ranchers. Today, we're the number one ag insurer in our territory, delivering smarter insurance for agriculture. Contact me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent in Kearney. I can help you get customized, comprehensive coverage. Call 308-234-2222 and schedule your personalized on-site super check today. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agriculture Insurance Company, securities and services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. So Xander Ruling reels it in from 23 yards out. Uh, another touchdown pass here by Trevin Beckman. He's got two in the half. And after Carney really looked like they were being pushed around, they were able to uh, put together two very impressive drives here, Rich. Yeah, very good two impressive drives, especially when their backs were to the wall. When North Platte was moving the ball such a, in a good clip all the way and, but the two turnovers killed the Bulldogs, and boy, did the Bearcats capitalize on them. So they capitalized. They turned one, touch, one turnover into a touchdown. The second time with a bad punt, they got the ball at great field position. They marched right down the field, and they scored two touchdowns in the final two minutes and 40 seconds here of the first half, and they'll kick the ball off, and again, it'll be another short kick. I think that's Tilford again setting up uh, camp uh, about the 15-yard line. He'll go down that right sideline, but there's plenty of blue jerseys to get in his way, and he'll get out to about the 40-yard line, and that's going to be just about it. Good return. Now, I mean, yeah, 22 seconds, get all your timeouts, you know. It'd be nice to get some points on the board before you go into the into the um, locker room at halftime. Hey, second quarter score, Randy. Grand Island leads Fremont 3-0. Defensive struggle there. This has been somewhat defensive, even though Carney has been able to march the uh, ball down, a 95-yard drive mm -hmm. to get on the board, and then a 45-yard drive. So they've been able to put up 140 yards in their last two drives to lead it 14 to nothing. And in the under center, Again, here is going to be Johnson. Johnson looking to throw, and he's going to air it out deep. He's got a man in triple coverage, and it's going to be intercepted. Bearcats come up with it at the 25-yard line. And I think that's Dahlgren. Was that 10 that came away with it? It looked like number three, Quinn Foster. Well, they were both in such yeah. yep. good coverage. Yep. So it was Foster that actually comes up with the interception here at the 25-yard line. And that will be the third turnover here on North Platte. But that one serves pretty much as a punt with only 15 seconds left. But, hey, Carney High, 
you know, the way this offense is going, give her a shot, man. Well, absolutely. But, boy, he, th you know, Jonathan threw that into massive coverage. Three, four blue shirts around the receiver there, and it came away with the interception. Well, we'll see how conservative Carney goes here. I would think they're going to be somewhat conservative. Beckman has a running back just to his left, and he's going to look to throw the football, and he's going to air it out on this right side. He's looking for Dahlgren, and Dahlgren can't get there. That was pretty good coverage in space there by uh, North Platts' uh, Jackson Creel. Yeah, let's be conservative. Well, I, as I said before, a lot of times when Carney High recovers a fumble, yep. they, they go for the jugular. They do, and and just they had it they they drew up the right play. They had it what they wanted with one on one coverage and. And just not just throwing a little behind him. Well, it, it was good coverage, too. I mean, that was a pretty small window. It was. And now with nine seconds to go, again, Carney's got timeouts left here. So if they make a completion down the field, maybe they could do a Hail Mary. So they still could do this if they want to. Direct Beckman's going to look to throw. And again, it's very similar. He'll throw it out here for Dahlgren. Dahlgren makes the catch, but they're going to throw a flag, and that might be offensive pass interference. Now, again, that coverage was really good there by Creel. Kind of a push-off, it looked like. Yeah, it looked to me like this is going to be offensive. And we'll see if we get the ruling here from the official. The White House. Pass interference, number 10, offense. 15-yard previous spot, half the distance to the goal. Play second down. Exactly what we thought. Yep. Didn't like it but it's still the right call. Well, the ball was a little thrown under under a little bit, so he tried to do a little separation and not get caught, but but they got caught. They got caught. That'll be half the distance, a 15-yard penalty, half the distance from the 25, puts him to the 12 and a half, according to my calculations. So now you got three seconds left. Now I think you do just hand the ball off, or the quarterback's just going to keep it, I would assume, here. Maybe they'll even kneel on it, and they're in kind of that kneel-down formation. And asking for the ball here is Beckman. Beckman will kneel on the football, and that will run out the final three seconds of the first half. But a good half here for Carney High. It really looked like North Platte was uh, all over the Cats with two very impressive drives, but both times North Platte turned the ball over. And uh, the second time that happened, the Cats marched 95 yards down the field. Then they hold them to a three and out, get the short field with a bad punt, get another touchdown. They scored two touchdowns in the final uh, two minutes and 40 seconds of the game, and they head to locker room now with a 14-0 lead. You know, I think Coach Altig is going to go to his squad in the locker room and say, hey, guys, we got to get back to our bread and butter. We were moving the ball pretty well in our running game. But, you know, we talked about it. Carney knows how to talk about, hey, let's change our scheme a bit, you know, and, and, and coach toward what they're doing well, and that's what's happening, but... You cannot turn the ball over as the Bulldogs did. Yeah, we're going to step away for a moment. We have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Bearcats on top of North Platte, 14 to nothing. And we'll return to Foster Field right after this. Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. 
New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new Rapid Care Clinic. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local, shop Nebraska, shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef. Welcome back here for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says, your trash is our treasure. Swimming Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Let's get you uh, updated on uh, some scores that we have for you around the area. Elsewhere in Class A, as uh, Rich mentioned earlier, Grand Island is leading Fremont. Three to nothing, that game is in the second quarter. Here at halftime, the Bearcats with a 14 to nothing lead over North Platte. In Class B, no uh, score yet here between Hastings and Lexington. In Class C1, an afternoon game, Aurora rolling St. Paul in St. Paul, 54 to 13. Central City right now has a lead over Adams Central, 13 to 9. That game is on KHAS Radio. Uh, elsewhere, Minden is uh, down by 7 to Holdridge. The Dusters with a 7 nothing lead at last report in the first quarter. McCook with a 38-13 win over the Red Raiders of Sydney in a game heard on the Vibe, 98.9 FM yesterday. Sumner, Eddieville Miller with a big win over a pretty good team from Wilcox Hildreth. 61-6 was the final there. And Shelton also with a running clock over Franklin. They win it today, 46 to six, that was in six-man action. In class uh, C2, uh, right now Amherst has a 13-0 lead at Kearney Catholic trying to ruin the Stars, homecoming across town. Over in the first quarter, Wood River with an 8-0 lead over Donovan Trumbull. As we said, that's in the first. In the third, uh, earlier start here for St. Cecilia, 
and they have a uh, 21 to nothing lead over Grand Island Central Catholic. In the second quarter, Cambridge with a 6 nothing lead over Arapahoe. Also in the second, Highline with a 26 to 6 lead just south of Oxford as they lead Southern Valley 26 to 6. A final from the afternoon, it was Nebraska Christian over Pleasanton, 56-12. In uh, Class D2, Mullen, 46-14 winners over Anselmo Myrna. Osceola with a 46-6 win earlier today over Giltner. Ansley Litchfield right now being shut out in the second quarter by a twin loop, 16 to nothing. Also a final, Elm Creek with a 36-14 win over Burwell. In the second quarter, Central Valley's offense is in high gear. They got a 46-6 lead over Overton. Again, that's in the second quarter. Also in the second quarter, Hitchcock County, 22 to nothing over Bertrand. And now at halftime, uh, Maywood, Hay Center, and Loomis, actually no report in that game. The H was for something else, so that uh, no report in that game uh, as of yet. Don't forget that you can catch up with all of our scores on the Friday Night Scoreboard Show, brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. You'll be able to hear that right here on KXPN Radio as well as the Vibe, 98.9 FM, and that will begin at 10 o'clock. Here at halftime, the Bearcats with a lead over North Platte. 14 to nothing, a good start here to district play for Carney High. And we'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you some of our halftime numbers right after this. This just in from Buzz's Marine. Due to the success of September Steals the Rebates on Yamaha Powered Boats, it's been extended through September 24th. That means right now, Buzz's Marine is still offering huge savings, plus factory support rebates up to $2,000 on pontoons and triple tunes on top quality brand names like Barletta, Crest, Starcraft, and Sylvan. They're rigged up and ready to take home today, but you gotta move fast. The rebates on these Yamaha outboard powered boats definitely end September 24th. Find out more at buzzesmarine.com or stop by today at 5th and Central Kearney. For more than a century, Aurora Cooperative has been a partner in the success of our owners. By focusing on the future with a portfolio of innovative solutions, services, products, and data, we add value to every aspect of your operation. At Aurora Cooperative, our goal is simple, to be your go-to resource for better information, better products, and better services so you can make better, more informed decisions all year long. Whether it's grain, agronomy, energy, aerial, or animal nutrition, we are tougher together. Aurora Cooperative. Hi, Nebraska. We're Medica, and we're here for you with affordable, high-quality health insurance. No matter where you're at in life, we have a plan to meet your needs. And no matter what happens, we'll stay by your side every step of the way. Because with Medica, you're not just covered, you're cared for. Find out more at Medica.com. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. 
Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. And welcome back here to Fosterfield. Let's give you some of our uh, halftime numbers that we have for you. We'll begin, first of all, for North Platte. As we mentioned, they march right down the field running the football their first two drives, and much of that heavy lifting was done by Brock Robley, who carried the ball 14 times for 98 yards in that first half. Colton Tilford has five carries for 25 yards. Quarterback Caden Johnson kept it once on the option for an eight-yard gain. So North Platte running the football has 131 yards here at halftime, but no points to show for it. They threw the ball twice. Caden Johnson connected with uh, Colton Tilford on a two-yard gain. Another deep throw was intercepted. So half the time, North Platte thrown, uh, threw the football. Carney High came down with it, and they have 133 yards of total offense. But again, after driving the ball down inside the five-yard line twice, they have no points to show for it because they have turned the ball over now three times here in the game. Meanwhile, for Carney High, they've done a much better job of throwing the football. Trevin Beckman is 10 of 14 in the air, has a couple of touchdown passes, and also has uh, 10 of 14 for 114 yards. Xander Ruling has three catches for 50 yards in the game. Carter Lee has three catches for 18 yards. Jack Dahlgren, one catch for 13. Eli Randolph, one catch for nine. And Ben Cumston has two catches for 23 yards, including a, a big third down conversion. Running the football, Beckman has carried the ball now four times for 19 yards. Abel Molina, one carry for three. Eli Randolph has three carries for six. And Ethan Kowalik has two carries for 14 yards. Bearcats running the ball 42 yards, but again, 114 in the air. So 156 yards of total offense. No turnovers here, Rich Broderson. And that's one of the big factors here in the ball game as the Bearcats lead this 14-0. Absolutely. I mean, they haven't given up the football. They are executing the running game and also as well as the passing game it's the it's the run after the catch you know also has been very well for the Bearcats to get them their yardage in this football game yeah a lot, a lot of a lot of yak there and again a couple of great passes by Beckman the first one to Carter Lee for a six-yard touchdown and uh, then after uh, a three and out and uh, a bad punt Gave Carney High the ball back at the 45-yard line after they had that momentum driving 95 yards on their their uh, drive for the touchdown. They then go 45 yards. 23 of those came when Beckman hit Xander Ruling with a 23-yard strike. And just like that, 14 to nothing, Carney High, uh, in spite of the fact that early on it kind of looked like they were being pushed around by North Platte, they have righted the ship. We've talked about adjustments at halftime for Carney High's coaching staff. Uh, they did that uh, probably a quarter earlier than but then than we talked about. Absolutely, I you know I, it's one of those things you know trusting yourself, trusting your your game plan, and that you know Carney High was doing everything well. It's just they were being bullied up in the middle on those first two um, pl um, drives by North Platte, and they were lucky. Bearcats were lucky to get those turnovers and and then just stick to their game plan and and, and, and have executed pretty pretty well tonight. And, and right now they have the opportunity to really flip the game because. They're going to get the ball first here in the second half. If they get down, they drive, they get a touchdown, they get up 21-0. That changes North Platte's game plan, especially if uh, Carney High eats up a little bit of clock 
on this first drive here of the uh, third quarter. I think this is a key part of the game here for both of these two well, squads. I, I totally agree because, I, you know, the Bulldogs, they like to they like to run the football. And, and that's the one thing. They want to get a stop of uh, the Bearcats, get the ball, run it down, score, be in the game. They don't want to get down three scores and then all of a sudden they have to rely on the passing game. Yeah, they, uh, again, they have only comp- they've only thrown the ball about 20 times all season long and they are not going to be able to get it done if they go to the air. Uh, Johnson has is 8 of 17 throwing the ball for 137 yards on the season. And Colton Tilford has thrown the ball five times this year. I think a lot of those were kind of that, that slot back reverse pass that you kind of see uh, from time to time. But if, if, if this becomes a passing game for North Platte, huge advantage for the home squad. Oh, absolutely. And that's what, you know, Coach Cool and company would say, hey, if we get them into a passing situation, you know, that's going to play right into our breadbasket. And that's what, we, how, that's what we want them to do. Um, but this is going to be very important. Who comes out and plays well in the opening minutes of the third quarter? Well, at halftime, it is 14-0 Kearney High as they score in their last two full possessions of the uh, second half. They score two touchdowns in the span of about two minutes and ten seconds, and uh, they lead it here 14-0 over North Platte. We'll step away and continue with more of our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan where our customers say, that's where we always go. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. 
Welcome back here to Cope uh, Stadium, Foster Field, on the University of Nebraska at Kearney, where the Bearcats have a 14-0 lead over North Platte, and it is Hall of Fame night. And Roger Matheson, Steve Larson, Craig Lathrop being put in the Athletic Hall of Fame here at uh, Kearney High, and boy, that's a that's a pretty good track coaching staff. Uh, tremendous coaching staff, you know, with Coach Larson in the throws and Coach Lathrop in the jumps, and of course the 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 brain behind it all, Roger Matheson with the his um, four by eight hundred meter relay teams, four by four hundred relay teams, individual comp, comp, uh, competitors in the sixteen hundred, thirty two hundred meter runs. He you, pieced you, a you lot know, of stuff together I over mean, the years. And you heard it earlier, Coach Cool said, "What can you say about someone that can interact with athletes?" And he was one of those masters that did it. Yeah, and uh, you, you just obviously cannot argue with the success that those guys had here at uh, Kearney High and uh, well in Omaha as well. <laughs> they <laughs> won numerous state championships as well, both individually. I, I don't even know if they, they even know what the, well, Roger knows the number of individual champions he's had, trust me. But uh, <laughs> they, it's a large number, and it's just been very impressive. No, it is, and it's good to see them being honored. They've, they've you know, committed a lot of time and effort and blood, sweat, and tears over the years to build that program, and that, bro that program keeps on continuing today. Yeah, I ran into Coach Larson some time back, and we just had a great conversation. He just kind of stopped me in a parking lot that we just ran into each other, and that <laughs> says a little bit about Steve Larson as well. As uh, Congratulations to all three of those guys. Here at halftime, Carney High with a 14 to nothing lead. And again, uh, they're, they're chomping at the bit to come out of the tunnel. North Platte still trying to make some halftime adjustments. Uh, the Bearcats are waiting for the end of this Hall of Fame ceremony to get back out on the field. We're still a few minutes away from uh, kicking off the second half here. And again, I think a, a big a big possession for Carney High, big possession here for North Platte, as if Carney High can come down and uh, get that touchdown, they can start stepping on their throats. But as it stands right now, the Bearcats with a 14 to nothing lead here at halftime. Let's remind you that, of course, our uh, Athletes of the Month uh, which for years has been brought to you by our, our friends at B&B Carpet in Donovan. Be sure to log on to ESPNSuperstation.com. You can nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will, will win and be listed at ESPNSuperstation.com. It's all brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Again, here at halftime, Carney High with a 14-0 lead over North Platte, and we'll continue with more of our halftime show brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. And we'll continue here from uh, UNK right after this. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Enjoy the fresh, crisp air of fall in a new Jeep from Tom Dinsdale Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. During Jeep Adventure Days, get 0% financing for 72 months on all-new Jeep Gladiator Overlands. That includes the Rocky Ridge Edition, stock number 6160, with over 25000 in aftermarket upgrades, including the cold weather package and body color hardtop. It's always this season for adventure at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must finance through Chrysler Capital offer expires September 30th. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting 
while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Welcome back to our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here at UNK bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-doing towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. I think this game is really indicative of how the season's gone for Kearney High and how it's gone for North Platte. Uh, Bearcats, being outplayed, make the play. And that is just kind of what this team's identity has been this year because they, you take a look at their, they're 4-0, but they've given up more yards than they've actually rolled themselves, and they're 4-0 because they always find a way to make the play. They make plays. And they, and they don't go and pout about it they just no. they, they go back and hey let's what what can we do better what can we change and how, how are we going to do do the th- you know do things in the second half and to counter what's going against us and you and we've seen it tonight i mean they have just kept on playing playing football you know if you wait your time it's going to come to you and they did if it went to the scorecards rocky would have lost a lot of fights in those movies absolutely but he's always found a way to kind of throw that knockout punch and withstand those body blows and that's exactly what carney high that that's the that's kind of the identity of this team that's so far this year boy you threw out a rocky I, metaphor how, how who doesn't love a good rocky <laughs> metaphor uh, you, but let me put it this way. I don't think North Platts Drago, by the way. Hey, Creed, you're doing you're going you're doing great. That, that was great. <laughs> Glad to have your approval, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> we are at halftime where the Bearcats have that 14-0 lead. We'll take one last little break. That is going to wrap up our halftime show brought to you by Ravenna Sanitation. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We'll step away for a moment, kick off the second half right after this. Bearcats are on top 14 to nothing over North Platte. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. 
Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local, shop Nebraska, shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef. Well, it is a beautiful night for football. Our temperature is still right at about 70 degrees here, about a five-mile-an-hour wind. Of course, on this turf at Foster Field, absolutely perfect playing conditions here on the first Friday, officially of the fall and so great uh, playing conditions. Our field conditions are brought to you by Pioneer Seed representative Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service delivering success. North Platte about to deliver the ball here to the uh, Bearcats and we'll see if maybe Maybe even get some lightning in a bottle here on special teams. This is where it's going to happen in the first couple minutes of this third quarter. It will determine a lot of this football game if the Bulldogs will stay in the game or if it's going to be an opportunity for the Bearcats to put away the Bulldogs. And the kick returners are Xander Ruling and Carter Lead here for Carney High. And again, they're going to line up that uh, kickoff there at the, uh, the left hash mark here for North Platte. And we'll see, maybe they want to try something sneaky-ish here, down by 14. And we'll find out here in just a moment. We're all set, ready to go. They got 12 minutes on the clock, and North Platte will kick the ball off, and they kick it off straight. And it's uh, going to be picked up here by Ruling. Ruling goes on that right side, and he'll cut it up right at the 25-yard uh, line and bring it out to the 29. Not really a whole lot going on there, so just get up there as quick as you can because that's as many yards as you're going to get. But Carney will have it first and 10 from the 29 and an opportunity to really distance themselves from a team that does not want to throw the football. And at the same time, you know, you probably want to run the ball, try to knock some time off the clock. But you know what? There are some opportunities on the long ball, and will Coach Cool go at that right here at the beginning of this third quarter? Running back will be to the right of uh, Beckman. That'll be the short side of the field as they're on that right hash. And they're looking to throw it on this right side. And sitting down, making the catch is going to be Carter Lee. Makes a man miss at the 40. Cuts it back to the inside. Has space. He's at the 50, at the 40, at the 30, at the 20. Heading to the corner of the end zone. Can he outrun everybody? Yes, he can. Touchdown. First play from scrimmage will go 71 yards. Well, there it goes for your decision to, you know, run the ball and take off some time. What a great quick pass to the right side to Carter Lee. Used a little screen off the other receiver, and down the field he goes. He just outran the Bulldogs to pay dirt. He was only about a yard, yard and a half from three different guys, and nobody could pick up any ground on him. So 71 yards, a five-point spank touchdown, and Carney with the quick hitter. The extra point is up. It is good, and so Crackle will get in the extra point, and Carney High, first play from scrimmage to start the second half, goes the distance for a five-point spake touchdown and a 21-0 lead over North Platte. 
Bulldogs get their hands on the ball when we come back after this. What's the Prairie Valley promise? Our promise to you is to help you see the season through. No matter what life throws at you, the Prairie Valley team is dedicated to helping you, and that's what makes us different. We could talk about our top-performing genetics, seed packages created and locally tested, the work for your operation, and our superior yield guarantee, but that's not what matters most. Helping you see the season through, from planting to harvest, and everything outside and in between is what matters most. That's what makes the Prairie Valley promise unique. Prairie Valley Seeds grow without limits. And we're back here after the first play from scrimmage of the second half goes 71 yards. Beckman connects with Carter Lee. Just a quick little slant to the right side. Kind of a a quick little forward screen if you will because it came off of one of the uh, other wide receiver and I think that was ruling that made the the block and off you go to the races after that. That was a well-designed play and it covers 71 yards. First play from scrimmage. Bulldogs will need to get some good field territory here and hopefully get a good run back. Rackle will kick it off here, and again, kind of that little pooch-style kick. It's going to be picked up at about the six-yard line. And cutting back up the middle, being pulled down as they get across the 20-yard line out to the 25. That's where North Platte is going to set up shop here. And again, down by three scores. There's still 11.30 to go. I still think North Platte can run their offense at least pretty much normal right now. I do too, and if they can continue to do what they were doing in the first in the first quarter at least, just keep pushing that ball up the middle and getting the yardage. And uh, they had a lot of success handing that ball, ball to Robley. Robley will get the handoff here. He'll go off on that right side, and again, Carney diagnoses things a little bit better this time as uh, they're going to gain a, a couple of yards. It's going to be positive yardage here for North Platte. And, uh, in fact, they keep moving that stick on that far side. That's closer to a gain of about four, and they'll set up second and six. Again, that's over the 100-yard mark here for Robley. He had 98 in the first half, so now 102 in the ball game. That's not bad work for carrying the ball only 15 times. They're taking some time here, and I don't. That, that one thing I would say, they can run the ball here, but they're going to have to play a little bit more hurry-up than this, I think. Johnson's under center. A little bit of movement up front, and they'll just pitch the ball off to that first back coming through. And just a quick little hitter right up the middle. And Rob Lee will gain a couple more yards, be hepped up by a, a pack of uh, Bearcats. And we're looking now at third and about three. Way to plug the hole for the Carney Bearcat defense. In there quickly is number 52, Nolan Smith, along with 33, Brighton Tommenheim. I mean, it's going to be gang tackling at the line of scrimmage, and the Bearcats got that one. Again, Robley will be behind the running back. A little bit of motion to the right side, and this time plugging the hole. Great surge there by Poppy as he's able to pop into the back of that uh, backfield, and that's going to be a loss of about three. Nothing you can do about that. I mean, I don't know where did the Bulldog offensive line go, but I tell you, the defensive line for the Bearcats are here to play. They're coming off the ball quick. Linebackers are plugging the holes. They're making the tackles at the line of scrimmage and not down the field. The punter is Colton Dilford, one of the best athletes here for North Platte. Keep that in mind. They'll snap the ball to him, and he'll kick it off on that right side, and that will scoot as a ruling will pick it up on that sideline, and he'll be uh, escorted out of bounds at about the uh, 28-yard line. And so Carney High forces North Platte into a three and out after they marched down 71 yards in one play to start the second half. 
Bearcats with a 21 to nothing lead. We want to say thanks to certified Piedmontese beef, Italian heritage breed, Nebraska raised perfection, lean, tender, and delicious. Ship right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Healthy, powerful nutrition to play your best. Order at cpbeef.com. Well, that made me hungry. <laughs> Bearcats, things were clicking for them. I mean, running game, passing game. We'll see what they can bring up and dial up on this one. They'll put a man in motion. That's going to be Cumston, and he'll line up in the slot on that left side. They're running that direction, but the quarterback's going to keep it right up the middle. Beckman breaks one tackle, and he'll bring it across the 35-yard line out to about the 38. That's going to be awfully close to a first down. Gain of about nine and a half. Design quarterback keeper up the middle. Everything moves around, you know, in the backfield, but at the end of the play, he just takes it and tucks it up and goes up the middle. That was a good run by him. Yeah, he didn't get a great spot there. It'll be a gain of, uh, they'll call it, we'll call it eight here. So it's going to set up second and a short two for the Cats. Now nine minutes to go in the game with a 21 to nothing lead in the third quarter here. 21 nothing lead here for Carney High. As uh, they scored uh, three touchdowns in the span of three minutes on the clock. Last couple minutes of the first half and and now we, I think, got a quick timeout here. Coach Cool was not happy. Never questioned that man's intestinity. He is not happy with how they lined up. And uh, there's going to be an early timeout here for Carney High. So our timeouts, all, as always, brought to you by our friends at ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Second possession of the second half for Carney High. They lead it 21 nothing. They'll have it second and two from the 41 right after this. At Medica, we do more than cover you or give you benefits you'll love or plug you into a network of providers you know and trust. Our health plans also come with built-in care. So whatever life brings your way, you'll know we've got your back and every other part of you from head to toe. With Medica, you're not just covered, you're cared for. Find out more at Medica.com. Well, there's a reason Brandon Cool is considered one of the uh, best coaches in the state. Part of it is his intensity and finding those teaching moments. His team's up 21-0, first game of the uh, districts, and he's still got their full and undivided attention and got their attention there with that timeout there. And so they'll throw the football here. Quick little slant to Dahlgren, and Dahlgren cannot hold on to it. Had to throw the ball low because of the coverage, and Algren could not hold on to it. Maybe getting a paw in there to knock it away is Jackson Creel. But, uh, again, that was a safe throw here by Trevin Beckman, and it's going to set up now third and two. Beckman, six foot, 190. A specimen. I mean, a good, good quarterback. Has quick feet, good gait. He uh, knows how to fake the run and make the good pass. Beckman's already thrown for 186 yards in this game. Third and two, and they're going to run the football right up the middle, and uh, I think he got enough. Just a quick little hitter. Ruling was the uh, leading blocker there as they hand the ball off to uh, Kowalik, and they're going to say he's short. So he got about a yard and a half when they needed two. So this is fourth and very short here for Carney High. And Carney High up 21. They're not going to play with fire as they're going to send in the uh, punting unit. The way their defense played that last series, why not punt it and let your defense hold them? So the Bearcats will send uh, Crackle back in to punt. Cumston had done much of the punting most of the season, but Crackle's done the job here tonight. And he gets a low snap, catches it on the hop, 
kicks it on, gets it away, and it's going to hit at the 40 and take a Carney high bounce inside the 30, still rolling down to about the 25, and they're just going to let that roll down as he kind of angled it to that corner, and downing it is going to be Eli Randolph to make sure that there's absolutely no return, but that's getting the job done there uh, by Crackle. Yeah, it was, you know, he recovered with a low snap and kept his concentration, put his foot on it, and nice little kind of line drive kick, and then got the roll at the end. Well, he just had to get it out of there because there was a little bit of pressure coming, coming and when that's a short hop to you like that, you just want to make sure that that uh, ball doesn't blow up in your face. So it'll be first and 10 here from the 23 for North Platte. And this Carney defense forced a three and out on the first possession of the second half. And again, uh, just going right up the middle and not much room to run there at all. There's a lot of blue jerseys there welcoming Robley when he gets to the line of scrimmage. The biggest difference I'm seeing, Randy, is you're seeing the defensive line and the linebackers hitting the hole as quick even before Robley gets there. Before in the first half, Robley was getting there before they did where he was able to hit the hole and get five. Gain of about a yard and a half. And again, they're kind of behind uh, schedule here as Johnson goes in under center. And they're going to run the option, pitch it out on that right side to the slot back, and there is no room for Tilford to get as that was well-diagnosed. Bearcats stuffed the uh, fullback right up the middle and uh, had enough uh, penetration, so they had to pitch the ball back out to Tilford. And Tilford moves the, they just nudge, just nudge the uh, down marker over there with a slight gain. That's a technical term. I'm not going to even correct it. <laughs> Third and six. Thank you. <laughs> six and a half to go. Bearcats defense has looked very good here after the first two drives. Rolling out, they'll throw it on that right side, Ooh. and it is incomplete. It was thrown up high and almost intercepted off of the tip. And uh, Dahlgren couldn't quite reel that one in, and it'll fall incomplete. And another three and out for this Bearcat defense. Misdirection play, trying to do the quick out and then try to do the dump pass to Tilden was the quarterback, Jonathan, and boy, it was, luckily it didn't get intercepted by Jack Dahlgren, but he used all his body and might to get the jump and knock it down. So the Bearcats are awaiting the punt at about the 35-yard line. That'll be ruling, and Tilford will kick it off, kick it away after holding on to it for a little bit. Ruling makes the fair catch at about the 33-yard line, and that's where the Bearcats will set up shop, leading it 21 to nothing. So the chain gang is uh, relocating the chains here. Just like Carney Towing and Repair will do for you if you're stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. And that's Carney Towing and Repair. And I know that chain gang, they get a little winded. Well, I'm oh, they're walking now. <laughs> Come on, Witty, you're in better shape than that. Well, I'm telling you, Bush, that this Carney High offense and defense has found their mojo in this contest. I mean, they're playing with some confidence. They're moving the ball on offense. They're stopping the ball on defense. Good things are happening for the Bearcats. And again, that first two drives of North Platte, you would not necessarily imagine it'd be 21-0 Kearney High. Here they run a little uh, counter play, trying to bounce out to that left side is going to be Molina. North Platte did a pretty good job of diagnosing that. That's going to be a gain maybe of one. They did. They snuffed that one out. Not much of a gain there. You know, that, that time the... Linebacker for North Platte, Xavier Albertson, he went in the right direction. He went to the right gap, and he met on Molina head on and 
was able to fill because if he wasn't there, he was going to get another four. Well, again, the Bearcats, they're, they're perfectly content to just uh, – they've scored enough points, up 21 nothing. Now it's a little bit about eating clock here. As it'll be second and nine, they throw the football, or going to throw the football, but first they're going to throw a bunch of flags, and they will stop this. So this has got to be on the offense. This will be some sort of legal procedure. Full start, number 21, offense, five-yard penalty, second down. That's the second time a running back got a running start here for Carney High, and I believe those are the only two flags that Carney's been whistled for. Uh, there was a pass interference that uh, moved the sticks for the Bearcats in one of their touchdown drives. So that I think the only flag on North Platte. Well, it's pretty evident what the Carney's trying to do. They're trying to use their speed. They're using their quickness, trying to, you know, they, they want to explode off the ball. They want to get the ball to the line of scrimmage as soon as possible. Doesn't give time for the defense of the Bulldogs to block those holes. So second and 15. We'll see what Beckman has in mind here. He'll run the option to this right side, and he'll pitch it late. As it'll be Randolph that gets the pitch, and he'll get those five yards back, and it's going to set up now third and about ten. In fact, it doesn't get all five of them back. He only got four. Well, it was a good play by the Bulldogs. Uh, defensive back Jackson Krill, the senior, 155 pounds, all 155 pounds, taking on Eli Randolph right at the line of scrimmage. And all Randolph could do on that play is take the hit and try to gain a, a yard if he could. Creel's a good defensive player here for North Platte. He had really good coverage in a couple of deep balls, and here he's on run defense and holds Carney High to third and 11. 4.22 to go here, third quarter. Cats on top, 21 to nothing, as Beckman gets a low snap, Whoa. pressure coming, and he's going to have to just eat the football. They're going to wrap him up at about the 20-yard line. A lot of pressure coming, and really with that low snap, Beckman just did a good job of securing the football Contact was first made at about the 24-yard line, so that's where they're going to mark the ball. That'll be a loss of eight for Beckman and the Cats, but that could have been worse. Well, I mean, the snap was bad, but, boy, uh, on blitz came Caleb Kincaid and Xavier Albertson right up the middle, and nowhere could Beckman go. And it's smart that he just took the tack, um, take the loss. So Krakow back here to punt. He's standing at the own, uh, his own nine-yard line. The Bearcats kind of changing the formation here a little bit with the uh, protection, and he'll put the foot into it, and he'll go across midfield out to about the 42. That's where Tilson comes up with the ball, and after he gets across the 45-yard line, he'll be uh, welcomed into those arms by a host of Bearcats, and he'll be down at about the 42-yard line. Good coverage there for the Cats staying in their lanes. Made the first couple of guys miss, but Tilford uh, found a... A lot of, a lot of uh, blue jerseys waiting for him. Absolutely, and we have a flag on the play back at the 44-yard line. Now they're moving it back. During the return, illegal block in the back. Return team, 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. First down. So instead of the ball being out to uh, in Kearney territory inside the 40-yard line, it'll end up being on North Platte's side of the 50 at the 30. So that's a, that's a big penalty. And that's also probably why Tilford got away from the first couple of guys. And, and well, to be honest with you, Randy, if you look back at the play, I was looking at the on on the replay. Really, he was already past that. Really, it, that 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 was just a bad penalty there because it really wasn't going to affect the play at all. Yep. The effect of this one, though, is it moves him all the way back. That is a big penalty of. Uh, just about uh, 30 yards. Those will be first and 10 from the 30. 
Put a man in motion on that right side and just hand it off to your uh, big, strong fullback going right up the middle. And again, uh, Robley, since those first couple of drives, has not been able to get to unleash like he did back then. That's going to be a gain of about two. You know, in those first couple of drives, he had five, nine, nine, seven, five, thirteen. You know, just right up the middle. And now you're looking at uh, three, negative three, two, and two. Who's winning the trench? They're winning the Carney, trench. Carney High is winning the trench. At least well enough to keep uh, North Platte into two, three and out so far here in the second half. 2.45 to go here, third quarter. Looking to throw the ball is going to be Johnson. Johnson rolling out to his left side. He'll cut back out to the outside, makes one man miss, and he'll step it uh, across the 40-yard line. So that's going to be a nice little gain. That'll be enough for a first down here as they go from the 32 all the way out to the uh, 42. So that's a gain to 10 here for Johnson. That was something making out something out of spaghetti right there. I mean, Jonathan had a scramble, and he just, I mean, he, okay, eggs. Okay, let's gotcha. do it that way. All right, gotcha. there you gotcha. go. And, hey, first down and 10, it works, and keep moving the ball forward, and you got to just, you know, they're trying to keep Carney honest here. Yeah, trying to hang on for dear life as North Platte. They'll hand the ball right up the middle, and a quick little hitter here for Robley as he goes off on that red on that left side, and he's going to bring it across the 45 out to about the 47, and that's a gain of five. So right now, North Platte building a little bit of momentum. Yeah, he hit the, well, he hit that line. Who hit the line first? That was Robley that time. He was able to get past the line and get a couple more yards. And his angle was taking him to that outside. That was a good angle to get him away from uh, defenders like uh, Carter Lee. And they're going to line up another guy in that I formation, pitch it out to that right side here for Tilford. Tilford cuts back to the inside, and he uh, does a lot of dancing around out there, a lot of running to gain two yards. Well, he went quick to the right side, and then when he, he had to stop and stutter a little bit because he didn't see anything on the outside, he decided to go up the middle, and Carney was able to match him one-on-one -on -one there. But here's a big third down and two for the Bulldogs to keep this drive alive. The ball right at midfield here with a minute 36 to go, third quarter, 21-0 Cats. Under center is Johnson. Robley right behind him. They'll hand it off to Robley. He goes right up the middle, has more than enough for the first down. He'll bust it all the way out to the 40-yard line. Ten-yard gain here for Brock Robley as that was well blocked. There was a pretty good hole there for Robley to run through. Hole wasn't open very long, but Robley was right there. He was Johnny on the spot. Yeah, the left side of the line for North Platte made a big hole for Robley to get through, and that's what we saw in the first half. And that... Uh, Team speed for Carney High closed the hole quickly, but Robley was already through it. Johnson rolling out to the right side is going to complete the pass down that sideline, and it's going to be enough for the first down. This is going to be the biggest passing play of the game here for Carney for uh, North Platte. Brower with a great catch there and a great throw by Jonathan. I mean, it, it, he he rolled out right and threw the ball on the run and hit Brower on the stride and to be able to get that first down. Now the Bulldogs are knocking in. Bearcat territory. Gain of 17 will set up another first down here for North Platte as they put a man in motion. Looking to throw here is going to be Johnson. Johnson runs to that left side. He'll cut back in, and there's a lot of blue jerseys there. They're going to pull him down short of the line, uh, uh, short of the uh, where the line of scrimmage was, and so that will be a sack here for Nolan Smith. He rolled out to the left. He looked for receivers downfield. His first opportunity to see his first checks, and nobody was open. Good coverage by the defensive backs. And that'll keep that clock moving, which is a factor here now. Bearcats on top, 21-0. 29 seconds to go here, third quarter. As North Platte will have it now, second and 12 from the 25. 
Tilson will come in motion. They're going to run that option, and they're going to get the quarterback. Johnson just gets enveloped there. Good penetration there by Carney High. Back-to-back tackle for losses here for the Cats. That was a trip option there. You know, he gave it off to the fullback, Robley, but he didn't. He pulled it. And, but right there when he was getting ready to think to pitch it back to Tilden, the Bearcat defense was ire for the tackle. So it'll be third and about 13 and a half when we start the second when we start the fourth quarter here. Carney is on top 21 to nothing. Third and long for North Platte when we come back after this. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle during this Wild West used car market? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each of them going through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Add to that a free Carfax report along with a nationwide warranty that's backed by over 100 years of experience from the Big Blue Oval. Experience the difference right here at home and join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Well, it's not getting any better across town for uh, Kearney Catholic. They now trail it 20 to nothing in the third quarter to Amherst as they open up district play. That's uh, homecoming here for the Stars. How about this one, Randy? Third quarter score, Central City leads Adam Central 23-19. Adam Central will find a way. I get, uh, I'm telling you right now. So here, third and 13, Johnson looking to throw the football, and he's going to scramble, go up the middle, and Carney is going to be able to tackle him down after a gain maybe of about three. That's going to set up now fourth and 10 here for North Platte, and down by 21. You've got to go for it if you're, if you're the Bulldogs. Way to stay home, Brighton Tommenheim for Carney High, because he cut, um, Jonathan cut back, and right there was Tommenheim to hold him. There wasn't a great running lane there for no. the quarterback that time. Jones now on, we'll call it fourth and nine from the 23. They'll have one running back behind him. That's going to be Robley. Two guys split out to the right. Uh, had a slot back on that right side, too, and he's rolling out that direction looking to throw the football. Jonesson has pressure coming. Comes back to the left side, and he's going to be sacked. He is going to be sacked. That's a pretty good coverage sack and a lot of penetration there for Carney High. And Aiden Poppy will end the possession here with the sack. Oh, he stayed with it. He, he, you know, he came off that line and, he, you know, Jonas was trying to find something to open up, but he couldn't. And that good hustle and determination by Poppy to get his, another sack on his roster for this year. And um, when you t- take over on downs, Things were happening pretty well for you. That's a great team defensive play because the coverage was there on the receivers. You had your defensive end making it so the quarterback couldn't run out there, and you had that penetration coming through the middle to finish up the sack. So that was a win at three different levels here for the Bearcats on defense. Here they're going to run a quick little counter to the inside, and then bouncing it out on that right wing is going to be big number 31, Ethan Kowalik. And Kowalik, a lot of east-west running there, but is going to end up gaining about three yards on the play. You kind of want to see him run behind those shoulder pads. You you do, and now you're gonna. It's 10:48 to go here in the final period, and you. I think you're gonna see more a little running game action here by the Bearcats. Knock some of that time off. We'll call that a gain to two. We did not get what I thought was a great spot. Not terrible, mind you, but 
I thought he was a little bit further up. So 10 and a half to go here in the fourth quarter. Carney on top, 21 to nothing. Again, if you uh, joined us late, Bearcats scored with about 2.40 to go in the second quarter and then scored uh, um, uh, two minutes and 10 seconds later. And then the first play of the second half, and here they're going to be called for another penalty, a pre-snap infraction. Full start, number four, offense. Five-yard penalty remains second down. The whoopties are the ones getting the penalties here with the illegal starts and motions and things like that here for Carney High. That is the third pre-snap penalty of somebody moving too soon for those lower digit numbers. A, things are going good for you. B, you want to you want to hit the line hard and, yeah. and you're you're anticipating a little bit. It's been pretty clean here for Carney High. Have not turned the ball over. North Platte has turned the ball over three times. Four, if you want to count a turnover on downs. Beckman's going to run the option. He's going to pitch it late and uh, trying to get the uh, edge there. And we got a late flag that came in after Kowalik was already down. That's when the flag came From out. From the umpire. Yeah, it's on that back side. That could be a myriad of things. And more than likely, it's 15 yards on somebody, but I don't know who. Because it was a long ways away from the action. That's a late hit or a hold or something, something. Having a little discussion here. It'll be third and long or maybe even a first and ten here. Here comes the call. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, number six, defense. 15-yard penalty added to the end of the run. First down. So a gain of about three for Kowalik, and then with the 15-yard penalty, that will move the sticks here for Carney High. That will be, according to my numbers here, their 15th first down of the game. A little frustration penalty there by the Bulldogs linebacker, Xavier Albertson. But, you know, now you just gave him first down and 10. Just we got to, for the Bulldogs' sake, they just need to settle down and play their football game. But you can't let the Bearcats get any more first downs in this ball game. No, you know, I got to get the ball back. We want to say yep. thanks to our sponsors, Currency. Currency makes uh, financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more. Go to gocurrency.com for more details. And uh, go Bearcats as they drive just right up the middle. Nothing fancy about this uh, running play as they will end up gaining about four yards right up the middle, and they'll be in North Platte territory here after the gain of four. Yeah, just a fullback dump right down the middle there. I mean... Just trying to get some yards here, little yards there. I mean, it's just little bits and pieces. And and that main thing is the clock is counting down, and that's what the, in favor of the Bearcats. Yeah, gain of four on the play. Also want to say thanks to our sponsor, Medica, as well. So second and six here, 840 to go, fourth quarter. Molina will go to the right here of Beckman. Beckman will hand it to Molina. Molina goes right up the middle. He'll spin off one would-be tackler in the backfield, and he'll gain less than a yard. But, uh, again, that was hard running for Molina, even though it's a one-yard gain is all. Yep, good good to eat by the Bulldogs there. Now, here's a third down and six. Bulldogs need to make this stop if they want to get the ball back and have the opportunity to make some plays, get on the board. They need to do it here. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tall mountain for them already because that is not going to be their strong suit with eight minutes to go here, down 21 nothing. 
But third and six for Carney High. They would love to keep this clock moving one way or another. Beckman's going to throw it. He's got a slant, and it's going to be incomplete and nearly intercepted. Jumping the route there for North Platte was uh, Trevor Chrisman, and that was almost intercepted, as it is. Bearcats are fortunate to be able to punt the football away. Sometimes when you hesitate to throw the old slant pass, somebody was going to jump in there on the pass route, and that's what happened right there. Luckily for the Bearcats, no turnover. They've had some success with that pass tonight, though. They, they have. They have moved yeah. the sticks several times with that quick little slant. Crackle in punt formation. Long count here. Snap this time is a little bit more clean. He gets it off right in the middle, and North Platte's going to get away from the ball. Bearcats let it bounce, and it's still bouncing around. It's going to go inside the 10-yard line, and it is surrounded by guys with uh, blue shirts, and it'll be downed at the 9-yard line. Again, a pretty effective punt after North Platte lets it hit, and they've got a long way to go as they trail it 21 to nothing, and they have the ball now first and 10 from their own 9-yard line. Want to remind you that you can always listen to our games here on ESPN Tri Cities. Just go to the ESPN tab of NewstownNebraska.com. And of course, you can listen to us uh, the old terrestrial way, 92.1 FM, and at uh, KXPN AM 1460. First and 10 from the nine. Rolling out is going to be Johnson. Johnson completes it on the inside, a short little gain. And you probably were better off going out of bounds there, young man, as a short little catch. They're going to gain about three yards, but that clock is going to keep moving here for North Platte. You know, you said it earlier about Coach Cool, how he coaches and keeps doing those teaching moments of that punt return. But no one returned the ball, but too many blue shirts around the ball. And he was like, get away. <laughs> so it'll be first and ten here from about the four-yard line. You can touch the football. You just got to make sure that they don't pick it up after you touch it. He says, be careful. So second and six. Clock moving here. 6.50 to go. Cats on top, 21 nothing. Rolling out here is going to be Johnson. Johnson throws on his right side. Pass is complete. And the tackle going to be immediately at the 20-yard line. Nice catch there by Trevor Chrisman. And Chrisman's going to be uh, brought down almost immediately. I think that's uh, Murray that made the tackle. Quick play to the right on the flat. Trying to get the first down, and they did. And trying to get some quick yards here. That's the first catch of the year here for Chrisman. And it will give North Platte a first down. Clock moving here after they get the sticks moved. So first and 10 from the 20 for North Platte. Down 21-0. Carney, they'd be okay if giving up a touchdown as long as North Platte eats up enough clock. Handoff right up the middle. And not much room to run there by Robley. Robley kind of slipped off of what would have been a gain of nothing and was able to roll off and gain a couple more yards. So that's going to be a gain of about three on the play. It's just not one tackler anymore. It's, no. about, it's about two to four to five tacklers all on. They're all pursuing pretty well. Uh, again, I think they're still hitting him too high with the quality of how he runs the football. But when you get hit by two and three guys, mm -hmm. uh, you don't notice it near as much. And uh, you are. You're getting a lot more blue shirts there here for Carney High. So out of the slot on the left side. Now man in motion comes, and they'll roll out as Brower's the lead blocker here for Johnson. Johnson throws the ball. There's flags all over the field, and the pass is over everybody's head and out of bounds on that far sideline. And that's uh, with a flag thrown right there. Nine yes. out of ten times, that's either a chop block or a hold. Saw a big hold with the jersey. There you go. 
His jerseys are so tight anymore. Our official has become a mime, yes again. That'll be a 10-yard penalty from the 20-yard line, which is the spot foul, and that will back them all the way up to the 10. And they got to get out to the 30-yard line. So according to my quality education, that is 20 yards to go here on second down. Republican Valley 101. And that's where I learned that, but I, I fine-tuned it here at UNK. <laughs> Looking out the roll here is going to be Johnson. Johnson has a little bit of time. Now the packet, pocket begins to collapse, so he'll run. He'll make one guy miss. He's at the 20, and we pull down from uh, some backside pressure out uh, about the 24-yard line. Aiden Poppy stayed with that one and makes the tackle after a gain of... Uh, Oh, about 13 on the play, but it's going to set up now third and six. They're going quick here. Jonathan, nowhere to go. Decided to use his legs and good run there to get a, bunch, a big chunk of the yardage back. Now North Platte needs big plays, including onside kicks, to really get back into this one. Put a man in motion. He'll go back to the left. Quarterback throws it over the middle. He's got a man wide open. Tackle immediately by ruling, but that's going to move the sticks here for North Platte. Landon O'Brien with a great catch. There for the Bulldogs. You're right, Randy. They're going to hurry up offense right now. Tilted under center. And the clock will stop momentarily to move the sticks, but they uh, start it now with four and a half to go. Jonesen rolls out to the right, and he'll skip it, intending to uh, find his target out there in Trevor Crisman, and it will fall incomplete. And that will stop the clock here with 4.28 to go. Don't forget our Friday night scoreboard show brought to you by Rutz Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill. That'll come up in a little bit over an hour here on ESPN Radio and on the Vibe, 98.9 FM. You were going to say, Rich? Oh, no, I, I was, 428 to go right now. It, it's do or die time right now. you got to get the ball and get the yardage. and You don't want to give this ball back to Carney High. Johnson. Time to throw, steps up, delivers in traffic, and the pass is incomplete. A well-thrown ball, but tipped away just barely at the last moment there by Quinn Foster. That was good coverage, but that was an excellent ball by great, Johnson. Great ball. He threw it right on the money, and like you said, Foster got his hand in there, and if he did not get his hand in there, and that would have been a big pass play for the Bulldogs. That's one of those where it didn't hit the uh, back of his hand. It hit his fingertips as he was still raising his hand up. He just altered it enough. It'll be third and ten here for North Platte. Again, tight formation for Johnson. Johnson fakes the handoff, steps back, throws over the middle, and that's going to be incomplete. Well done there by Quinn Foster, reaching around the would-be receiver and knocking it away at just the last moment and not getting called for a pass interference. Yeah, the North Platte coaches would say different, Randy, on that one. They thought there was a little hit before the ball got there, but no call. That's where we're at. Now here's the play. Fourth down and 10 for the Bulldogs. And they got to go for it. Down 21-0 with 4.12 to go. And Johnson has thrown the ball well on this series, even though they haven't gained any yards, but the penalty in there as well. And we've got a timeout. I think timeout's being taken here by North Platte. They trail at 21-0 with 4.12 to go. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians at Kearney. We'll be back with the fourth down play here for the Bulldogs right after this. At Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet Buick, now is the time. Order your next new car, truck, or SUV. The order banks are open, and your new car, truck, or SUV should arrive mid to late summer. 
Trade-ins have never been worth more. Trade differences have never been better. Great time to deal. Stop by online or give us a call. If service is what you need, we have you covered. Factory trained certified technicians to serve you best. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs, sales, service, parts, tires, collision center, and more. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill Kearney, Heartland Chevrolet, Southside, Lexington, Nebraska. Well, North Platte got their marching orders uh, a little early. Uh, Carney is getting out there, but, you know, they got to wait till the, the time's up here. Bearcats get time to get lined up. Now they start the play clock, and we're all set and ready to go as we'll see what Johnson does here on 4th and 10 from the 36-yard line. Rolling out to his right, Johnson will step up. He'll throw, and it's going to be incomplete. That was actually between two different uh, Bulldogs there. I think C.J. Johnson was the intended receiver. In any event, it was well off the mark. It falls incomplete, and that'll be the second turnover on downs here for North Platte in the game. Plus, factor in a couple of times that they, uh, three times they turned the ball over, so they've had five possessions that uh, ended in a turnover of some sort. Yep, and now you're going to see the old running game to its max now for Carney High because... They just want the time to come off the clock. They played a great football game. They um, overcome the um, two long drives by North Platte, and ever since after those, the Bear it's been Bearcats football game. Randolph will be the running back right now to the left of Beckman. They'll hand it off to him, and he'll break a couple of tackles, bring it across the 30 out to about the 31-yard uh, line. And so that's a, a nice way to start this drive with pretty good field position, a nice little gain of seven. Yeah, he just found his... A little tra um, counter trap in the middle there and just kept on his feet, saw the hole. He's very, a very explosive runner. I mean, he can stop on a dime and then pick it up at 60 miles an hour just like that. Gain of seven there. He's got uh, five carries now for 17 yards, and Bearcats just want to eat a little bit of clock here. And if they can get one or two first downs, we'll be uh, looking at victory formation. As Carney well poised to move to 5-0 and on the season with a, uh, a win over North Platte that uh, was very much in doubt after the first two North Platte drives. Little counter play and then bouncing right back up the middle here is going to be Randolph. That originally was designed to come to the left, it looked like, but he felt a little bit of space straight ahead of him, and he'll bring the ball out to uh, third and one territory here with the ball at the 32-yard line. And you'll see Carney High utilize the play clock a lot right now, try to get it down to the single digits, utilize as much time as possible before running the play. Beckman will be looking upfield and looking at that back judge that's standing at about the eight-yard line when he starts counting it down the last 10 seconds. He'll well, lucky, snap the ball after a few of those seconds have ticked off. Well, lucky here you got the play clocks for you. Yep. That helps. And there's seven seconds left on that. And they're counting down the last five here. He'll snap it with two on the play clock. Handoff right up the middle, and there's nowhere to go. They're not going to get back to the line of scrimmage. North Platte was ready for that as they hand the ball right up the middle here to Randolph. And Randolph, no gain on the play. And North Platte's not giving up hope here as they burn their second timeout now with 2.12 to go. They want to get at least points on the board, even though the Bearcats have the ball in uh, North Platte's end of the field here. It'll be fourth 
And a long one here for Carney High with 2.12 to go in the fourth quarter. Carney on top, 21-0. We come back after this. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps, and injection diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Well, we got 2.12 to go here before Carney High moves to 5-0 on the season. Rich, Randy Bush, got it. Rich Broderson here with you. And if uh, North Platte comes back, and they're burning timeouts here. They, they, they want to extend this game. And if North Platte can come back out of this one, there's going to be a lot of people wanting to see the last uh, few minutes of this game, Phil. Absolutely. I mean, right now, all you can see is power drive football. Carney going up the middle. By God, Roger Peterson, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that's what they're going to do. You know, Beck is going to be back there. He's going to be blanked but with um, Randolph, and I wouldn't be surprised Randolph gets the ball straight up the gut. Beckman calling for the football, and they're just going to oh. pitch it out here to Randolph. Randolph trying to get the edge. He's going to be hit and marked down short of the first down, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty good uh, pursuit there by North Platte. That'll be no gain here for Randolph, but again, a, a safe play for Kearney High, and unfortunately they could not get that first down that would have really allowed them to eat a lot more time off the clock. As it is, there's 2.04 left here for North Platte. You know, for the, Bar for the Bearcats, you know, with the impressive win last week against Bellevue West, 35-34, you know, taking on a pretty good 2-2 two two team in North Platte, you know, this will be a big... Sets up a pretty good contest next week against the Grand Island Islanders. Always fun. Woogie. Yes, it is. Woogie. First and 10. 2.04 to go. And uh, Jonesen, hands on hip right now, as uh, the official is standing over the football. Not sure what we're waiting on here. Oh, the play clock is, there we go. Now they put 20, 25 seconds on the play clock. I don't get used to looking at the play clock very often because... Most places I go, we don't have Blake. <laughs> Jonesen's under center. He's going to roll out to his left. He'll throw the ball in underneath, and it's going to be caught. That's a well-thrown ball down that sideline, getting across the 50-yard line is going to be the North Platte receiver on that far wing. These jerseys are a little hard to read, but pulling down the football is uh, number five, C.J. Johnson. I was a... Uh... That's what you can do as a quarterback. You put the ball on stride, and he, the receiver just had a great on-stride catch and be able to get extra yards. Gain of about 32 on the play. And again, under center, they'll throw the football on that left sideline, and that's going to oh! be caught. The defender misplayed the ball, and it's going to be first and 10 from about the 20-yard line. Good job adjusting for the football on that left side by Caleb Kincaid. My goodness. That is great adjustment Colton for the ball. Colton Tilford, how do you do that? Oh, that was Tilford. You're right. When he comes off the helmet in the hands of the defender, he kept his concentration and brought the catch in. Pretty good coverage there for Carney High. Quick little pitch on that right side as they get the ball back to Tilford. Tilford will be pulled down at about the 12-yard line. Making the tackle here for Carney High is going to be Ben Knoll. That'll be a gain of about nine. Oh, they're going to say that's enough for the first down. It'll be a gain of ten. They're hurrying up, making quick plays. Tilford will have to leave the field. His helmet came off. 
and they stopped the play for him to come off the field. I don't know why they're letting him walk off the field. They should run it. That might move him along a little quicker. Now they start the clock with a minute 23 to go. Johnson, again under center. He's going to roll out to his left. He's looking to run the football, and he'll try to bounce to the outside, and that hole closed very quickly. Middle linebackers able to come in there and make the tackle. I don't know what he was thinking. He had Brecken Torres out there in the flat, Randy. If he would have put it on the outside shoulder, Torres could have brought it in and got the touchdown. I almost think that was a design quarterback keeper. Maybe it was an RPO, and if you're right, if it's an RPO, he should have thrown that one. Johnson has it here second and uh, seven from the eight-yard line. 46 seconds to go. Clock moving here, and they're going to fake the pitch. Quarterback's going to roll out to the right. A lot of pressure coming. He'll break uh, one tackle and then get enveloped. There is a couple of flags coming down. Get a face mask here, Randy. Yeah. Quarterback was swallowed up, but uh, they'll get this down over as they'll go half the distance. And that is a spot foul. They'll be in the backfield. Personal foul, face mask, number 33, defense. Half the distance to the goal from the end of the run. Replay, second down. Tobenheim called for the penalty, but Johnson, good job with the little stoppage there, made him reach out and he grabbed the face mask and he turned his head. So it's appropriate that it's 15 yards, but Tobenheim certainly didn't mean to do that. As it is, it'll be pretty much right where we started here. Second and uh, six from the eight. That'll be a gain of one in the down over here after the penalty. Johnson looking to throw, throws it in underneath, and the pass is caught and a touchdown. Catch by number nine, Caleb Kincaid, the senior. Just right, came off the right end as a tight end, right in the middle, got in the end zone. That good throw by Jonathan for six. So the first points of the game, so I guess it was a good decision there to call those timeouts. First points of the game, first five points bank touchdown of the game here for North Platte. And now the point after, a little bit of a high snap and pressure all over the place. They're going <laughs> to tackle the holder. They, they didn't want to hit the holder while he was down, waited for him to get up, and then they tackled him. <laughs> so the, P, the uh, kicker was Luke Borges, and he came up, and the ball was not in play, so he just stopped, and, and then even the... Bearcats came up to the ball. They stopped and said, what are you going to do with it? Then he goes, oh, i got to run. Yeah, he gets up to run, and it's like, okay, we'll wrap you up. So high snap, and then a little problem with the hold after that. Uh, that one just uh, fell off the wheels right away. So the point after is no good. 23 seconds to go here. Cats on top, 21-6. to six. A five-point bank touchdown here for North Platte. And they'll kick it off here to Carney High. An onside kick coming up right after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Well, I guess it's not an absolute given that they would uh, try the onside kick here, but North Platte's been trying to extend this game. I see no reason why they wouldn't try it, and that is why Carney High has a bunch of the whoopties up there, the hands team out there right now, and they've got uh, 11, uh, 10 guys between the 50 and the 40-yard line awaiting this, uh, what I assume to be an onside kick. 
Yeah, you surely got the players. You know, right now, you you know, in the middle there, you got uh, number 52, Nolan Smith, along with number four, Justin Murray, some hands team crew there. Luke Borges with a little pooch kick, and it's going to be caught, and going straight down with it is Carter Lee. He did not fair catch it. He just caught it over that left shoulder and slides down to the turf. As just that little pooch kick in that area, that's as likely as anything with that onside kick. But the Bearcats are able to reel that in, and uh, they're one kneel down away from moving to 5-0 and on the season. Good, you know, game plan by the Bearcats. They played really well in this ball game. They they were they were they been but they didn't break you know I mean the first two series the Bulldogs had the football they really ran the ball right up the gut on the Bearcats but the Bearcats they capitalized on the turnover capitalized on a bad punt and you know it's twenty one to six and they played some pretty good football in the second half especially defense Randy yeah they really shut down the offense of North Platte. And again, they were playing kind of a prevent defense, really, when they gave up that long drive. Here's the kneel down. I'll get that clock moving here. And we're now 15 seconds away from this one being all over with. North Platte drove down the field their first two drives. Once they got inside the five-yard line, they turned the ball over twice. Uh, the second one was a, a poor handoff. The first one was an exchange problem between the quarterback and the center. And so that thwarted the best scoring opportunities for North Platte until they finally get on the board with 23 seconds left. In between them, second time Carney got that fumble recovery, they marched right down the field. They marched uh, 95 yards, and uh, Trevin Beckman hit Carter Lee on a six-yard pass. Uh, on that drive, and then a three and out. They got the ball at the 45-yard line. They scored with a nice pass to Xander Ruling, 23 yards out from Beckman to Ruling, and then the first play to start the uh, second half, uh, Beckman hit Lee for a 71-yard strike. And so Carney scores it with a three-minute span there, the last two and a half minutes or so of the, of the uh, uh, second quarter and the first play of the third quarter, and in that span, that's where Carney got all their points and all they needed as they win it tonight, 21-6. to They did, and, and the thing about it is they're well-coached, Randy. The, uh, the Bearcats, they didn't, you didn't show, show any fear. They didn't, you know, get away from their game plan. You know, they sure, the North Platte was running the ball pretty well, but they stuck to their, their roots and played some good football. And you know what? A little coaching scheme here and there, that can be part of the change in the game and um, I've been I, this was the first time I've seen the Bearcats in person very impressed by by them especially the quarterback Trevin uh, Beckman man he really uh, Trevin Beckman he he knows how to be the field general out there and he throws a good ball he he runs the ball well and he's got a couple uh, running backs you know their workhorse Ethan Kowalik didn't have as much of a production tonight but other guys stepped up to the up on the field and performed quite well. And for North Platte, you know, that's their bread and butter. We knew that coming in running wise, they were going to run the football because that's what their stats indicate. And they did that most of the night. But then they had to break out of, out of their what they're used to and start doing the passing game. Well, the passing game they had some success, and then they did not have some success. 
Well, as it stands out, uh, the Bearcats got all they needed. Rowdy's now celebrating with the uh, football team as Carney wins this one by a final score of 21-6. They are now 5-0 on the season. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are in fact focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services agents have built relationships with you, one conversation at a time, and we're as committed as ever to providing you with that level of service. As part of your community, we're here for you, answering insurance questions and helping make sure your financial goals are on track. I'm Farm Bureau Associate McKinsey. Stop by our office or call me at 308-234-2222. Farm Bureau Financial Services, it's your future. Let's protect it. This just in from Buzz's Marine. Due to the success of September Steals the Rebates on Yamaha Powered Boats, it's been extended through September 24th. That means right now, Buzz's Marine is still offering huge savings, plus factory support rebates up to $2,000 on pontoons and triple tunes on top quality brand names like Barletta, Crest, Starcraft, and Sylvan. They're rigged up and ready to take home today. But you gotta move fast. The rebates on these Yamaha Outboard Powered Boats definitely end September 24th. Find out more at buzzesmarine.com or stop by today at 5th and Central Kearney. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. 
Dowdy Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. And welcome back. Time now for our post-game show brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Carney makes some big plays, offensively and defensively, and they win this one by a final score of 21-6. to Let's give you some of our numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for North Platte, who fall to 2-3 and three on the season. Most of their damage was done on the ground. Brock Robley carried the ball uh, 23 times for 126 yards, but he uh, did have uh, one fumble here in the game as North Platte turned the ball over three times, including one of the, two of those t- uh, fumbles coming Coming inside the five-yard line, uh, Colton Tilford uh, carried the ball uh, eight times for 25 uh, for 39 yards. Caden Johnson had eight carries for 23 yards. So all told, North Platte running the ball 39 carries for 188 yards. Again, Robley with 126. The vast number of those coming in the first half. He only had 28 yards here in the second half against that uh, defense here for Carney High. Well, obviously he's indicative to what their offense is. If you look in the previous four games to the, tonight, that Robley is their workhorse. And give Carney High credit. They, they held him in check in the second half. Well, uh, Caden Johnson threw the ball only 17 times all season because Bearcats built that big lead. They uh, forced Johnson to throw the ball 13 times tonight. He was 7 of 13 for 84 yards. He uh, uh, was picked off here in the game as well, sacked a number of times as well. So they had uh, 84 yards in the air, put that together with uh, 188 yards Uh, on the ground, 276 yards total here for North Platte. Uh, Johnson did have one uh, touchdown pass here as well. C.J. Johnson, one catch for 32 yards. Colton Tilford had two catches for 32 yards. Caleb Kincaid, two catches for eight yards and the uh, eight-yard touchdown. Uh, Landon O'Brien, one catch for 13 yards. Hayden Brower, one catch for 17. And Jackson Creel had his first catch of the year for 11 yards uh, here for North Platte. For Kearney High, uh, they had a pretty good day. Quarterback in the ball here by Trevin Beckman. Beckman did not turn the ball over either on the ground or in the air. Bearcats had no turnovers here in the game. And Beckman threw three touchdown passes. He was 11 of 17 in the air for 185 yards. Carter Lee caught four balls for uh, 99 yards here in the game. Xander Ruling, three catches for 50 yards. Jack Dahlgren had one catch for 13. Eli Randolph, a catch for nine. And uh, Benjamin Cumston, two catches in the first half for 23 yards. Uh, Carney did not run the ball especially well tonight. They carried it 23 times for 90 yards total. Leading the way uh, was uh, Ethan Kowalik. He had six carries for 24 yards, eight carries for 19 yards for Eli Randolph. Abel Molina had three carries for five yards, and Trevin Beckman had six carries for 19 yards. He was sacked a couple of times here in the game that uh, negated some of his yards. So 90 yards on the ground. 
185 yards in the air. That's 275 yards total here for the Bearcats, but they did not turn the ball over at all. You had three turnovers for North Platte. You had a couple of drives for North Platte that came to an end when they went for it on fourth down, so they had turnovers on downs as well. So in a way, you had five turnovers here for North Platte in the game. Carney got on the board first with 2.38 to go uh, in the uh, first half. Trevin Beckman hit Carter Lee from six yards out. That capitalized on one of the two North Platte fumbles that they had in the first half inside the five-yard line. So that drive took uh, 95 yards, and uh, Carney scores with 2.38 to go before halftime. They hold North Platte to a three and out. Bad punt gets them up the ball back at the 45-yard line, and uh, they got uh, over half of those yards, a couple of uh, plays into that drive, and with 28 seconds to go before halftime, Beckman hit Xander Ruling on a 23-yard touchdown pass, 14-0 at halftime. Bearcats get the ball to start the second half. First play from scrimmage, Beckman hits Lee. This time it covers 71 yards, Ruling with a key block on that play. And just like that, Carney's on top 21 to nothing with 11.38 to go in the second half. Forced North Platte to go in the air, and they're not a throwing team. They did finally get on the board when uh, Caden Johnson hit Caleb Kincaid with an eight-yard touchdown pass with 23 seconds to go. Onside kick recovered by the Bearcats. One kneel down, and here we are, Carney 5-0 on the season. Very impressive team. You know, heck of a rebound from last year, 4-6, and six, and now here they are. Five and zero, and they're going to take on the number nine team next week. Yeah, well, and then Grand Island, Carney uh, uh, High, pretty impressive. Uh, the thing I like about them is that you know, obviously, we talk about the coaching staff making changes, and you know, they got a smart crew that really can put you in the right spot in the right position to play in a football game. But you got to give a hats off. I mean, they have developed some players. They got some players that that really know how to. Um, uh, on both sides of the football, offense and defense, and um, if they they show, keep themselves in game, if they if they show their engine, you know, like they did in the second half a little bit at the end of the first and in the second half, those are the big things. If they can come off the top and discontinue that all for four quarters, that is huge. But you're right. The thing about Carney High, they know they don't get themselves in some bad situations. They kind of really develop some good situations for them. And they find ways to make big plays. Again, yep. uh, I think North Platte helped them with uh, what they had, but they also had good penetration that helped cause those two fumbles. Mm -hmm. And as uh, that uh, stopped their first two drives here for North Platte, they kind of withstand that. And uh, when they take on their rivals from Grand Island, Bearcats will be 5-0 and oh when they take on Grand Island next week. By the way, the Islanders at last report with a 24-14 lead over Fremont, so it appears that uh, you know they're going to be in pretty good shape and feeling their oats when they take on the Bearcats next week. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, it's Islanders always, you know, throw the records out. I mean, those, <laughs> those yeah, two but, teams, but you know what, but right now um, I think it's uh, set up a matchup of, of some great Class A football um, come uh, next Friday night. Well, that's always so much fun when those two teams get together. But, you know, this is going to be a top 10 matchup, so we don't have to talk about throwing the records out at all because uh, Grand Island's apparently going to come in with a record of 4-1 and one on the season. But the Bearcats' home field advantage next week, always a good time. And it's, it's woogie week all week this week. And if you don't know what that stands for, ask your kids. 
All right, I'll tell you right now. We own Grand Island, and there was a streak there <laughs> where the Bearcats absolutely did. Uh, the Islanders have uh, done pretty well here the last few years. It hasn't been near as lopsided, but right now uh, Carney High will come in with a better rank. It depends which service you want to look at, uh, number six or number three, somewhere in that area. There's all sorts of rankings out there, but uh, Carney High, 5-0 uh, and o on the season, be a better rank, be have a better record, and they've got uh, the home field advantage. And, you know, you got to like Carney's chances, but against Grand Island, you got to come with your A game, that's for sure. And I have all the faith that Coach Cool and company will dial up a, dial up a great game plan um, come next Friday. And those uh, purple uniforms will already have the Bearcats' attention. You know that's going to be the case. So Absolutely. congratulations to Carney High, now 5-0 and on the season, 21-6. They pick up the win over North Platte. I'm Randy Bushcutter. Rich Rosen, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me, Randy. All right. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show. One last commercial, and we'll get you back to regular programming here on ESPN Radio. Don't forget the Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill coming up with their uh, scoreboard show at 10 o'clock right here on ESPN Radio. Despite what's happening in the world, New West Sports Medicine understands that orthopedic injuries still happen. Our community is spending more time at home with their families, and warm weather means more time spent doing outdoor activities. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. Our goal is to help take some of the burden off our local hospitals. Walk-ins welcome, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, no appointments necessary. Call 308-865-2770 for more information from New West Sports Medicine. The proceeding has been a News Channel Nebraska ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports Production. Visit newschannelnebraska.com to view our upcoming broadcast schedule. Thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.